This week on the BAMCast, I really don't have time for a podcast, but I got some time for a quickie. One fan, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMCast. Hey! BAMCast! Episode 407. Yeah! Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. It's my old area code. Yeah. W. Disney. (laughs) <laughs> Damn right. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this year at Bamfcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in, here, come in here and talk about it for the first half. And then we read them. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. I get one of five jocks. Those are robot jocks. Robot jocks. Yeah, robot jocks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. However, there are bad bad movies. This is the stay away. They get it. Negative sliding scale. One of five bags. This is in the giant bags of trash in which they belong. Uh, ugh. Just garbage. Throw them out. Yeah. Someone will come pick them up. So, hey guys, hey, would you like oh, to go riding, hey riding with us in in this uh, this thing we like to call Vanuary? Uh, yes. yes, yes. Put me in your Vanuary. <laughs> okay, Van, vansploit me, please. Right. <laughs> we start this the only way you can start Vanuary <laughs> with 1977's The Van, right? Ooh, the 1977, van. a prime time for vans. Mm-hmm. Yes, especially the van. Yeah. So uh, let's get a quick plot summary for The Van, Okay, we'll talk more about The Van. <laughs> Bobby blows all his college savings on a van. <laughs> I was trying to do it every time. A van. Okay. Bobby blows all his college savings on a van and tries to get the girl of his dreams. It's a wild time with Bobby and his friends. It is In such a wild time. So wild. <laughs> I was a little disappointed this was not about Lee Van Cleef. Hmm. Yeah. Or Van Halen. <laughs> right. Or Vincent Van Gogh. Yep. Or Martin Van Buren. Sure. Yeah, it should have been about Martin Van Buren. That would have been a pretty good movie. Martin Van Buren just cruising around in a van. <laughs> sure. Just be like, hey. hey, man, I'm against slavery. <laughs> Later, dudes. Yeah. <laughs> how Peace do you? Bitches. How do you know he didn't? I, I don't. My we, we don't. Yeah. I, hey. Details are sketchy. Hey, man, prove it. That's true. I, I prove he didn't. I'll look it up. Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's out there. Yeah. You just got to know where to look, man. Yeah. Uh, this movie opened a month before Star Wars. Ooh, Ooh. good timing. Yeah. They knew. Yeah, oh, man. They had to get out of the way. And, I mean, time will tell which one will be the most well known. We're still deciding. <laughs> <laughs> just. Don't don't uh, don't discount the don't don't count the van out yet. No, yeah, there's still time. Yeah, uh, well, I don't know. I don't like how what the last van did with the van mythology. That's true. <laughs> yeah, there was the van Aclorians. Yeah. <laughs> just really ruined the whole thing. Uh fuck. Shit, we're, we're dancing around this because this movie is fucking nonsensical, and um, it is uh, a slice of life of slice of life. It is. Do you remember a movie review called Pinball Summer? A.K.A. Pickup Summer. Yes. Where it was kind of like, hey, let's make a comedy about pinball Mm -hmm. and like young people doing wacky stuff. Young dickheads driving around in vans. Yeah, trying to fuck. This is basically the same movie, except with a guy who owns a a van, Mm -hmm. which don't get me wrong. It's a sweet-ass sweet van. van. It's, pretty, it's a pretty sweet van. There are some uh, sweet vans in this movie. Guess who designed this sweet-ass van? Who did design this sweet-ass George van? George Barris. 
The same guy that designed all the other sweet ass vehicles we come across. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Yes. So this was just his specialty. Yeah, he was fucking vehicle dude. That's the guy from the Gong um, Show, right? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> the Batmobile, yeah. uh, Knight Rider. Uh, what else? Uh, those the car. Vehicle. The car. The dating uh, game. Actually, Supervan as well. Mm-hmm. Ooh. We might be watching that at some point, maybe? Possibly. Who knows? We do. But no. there's a, <laughs> I got to tell you, there's a lot of van movies out there. And Supervan is one of them. <laughs> Um, As is the van. So the I guess the only <laughs> notable nineteen seventy seven. We sometimes usually go through who's in this and whatnot. The, oh, the, no, the notable things are there is a somewhat younger Danny DeVito yes. shows up in this here movie. Yes. Yeah, who looks like a miniaturized Andy Kaufman <laughs> in this one. He looks very Andy, like he looks more Andy Kaufmanish than usual in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably because I'm just not used to seeing him that young. He is very young, playing a middle aged man <laughs> yes. in this film. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's probably the same age yeah, as the he, other actors, but because he has less hair, they're dude, like, play the older man. He came out of a vagina at like 35. <laughs> like, uh, just, he just came out like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> Never grew. He's yeah. smoking yeah. a cigar. Yeah. That size. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's in it. And then technically, this is the, uh, well, the first movie. We, uh, Chuck and I on Banffcast Extra right. uh, covered Malibu Beach. We did. Which is part of the Van Cinematic Universe. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> But we kind of did it out of order, and we watched the van now. Yeah, um, this is the prequel. But yeah, so so Dugan mm-hmm. from that is also in this movie, correct? And that's about the extent of the connections, I believe. It the the same characters in both movies played mm-hmm. by the same dude. Yep. Okay. There's literally no reference to one or the other. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, other than that, just some folks. It's, <laughs> it's like it's just a bunch of '70s folks. Yep. It's yeah. It's got folks. Um, <laughs> yeah. Our main character is Bobby. Who sure. were introduced to him during his high school graduation, in which I am. It seems like a fever dream at the beginning, yeah, to be honest. A lot of this is, yeah. which, which they calm down later on. But throughout, there are basically dream sequences that I guess are supposed to be the people daydreaming or whatever. But you're never quite sure when you've jumped into one. I think it's just him. I mean, I, like, honestly, like, and yeah. that's what's even weirder is when we'll get to it in a minute. But there is one. It's like. Why are you why are you daydreaming about that? That's fuck that's fucked up. Yeah. But the setup is they're they're graduating and we start these fever dream things, which we see a moment from a scene later when he actually gets the van. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we don't know that at the time. And then uh the main girl Tina is I guess the valedictorian giving a speech mm-hmm. and he like for a second imagines her giving the speech naked behind the podium. As you do. Yeah. And then then because it's like we said, it's it's seventies Fun times involves <laughs> trying to kill somebody or just generally being a dick. They rig this little podium thing to, or this tiny little stage that they the, collapse the stage. They collapse the the small part of the stage, yeah. and it's like, ha ha, that's funny. Let's get out of here and have some hijinks. And this is all intercut with uh, him just like Bob, like Bobby, just going down the road, just smiling his ginger little ass off. <laughs> mm-hmm. I assume he's high as shit. Yeah, it's high as shit. Because they smoke a lot of weed. And, you know, banging the steering wheel in his piece of shit car. Not even the van. He's just like, he's dreaming about driving in his, his own regular ass car. Mm-hmm. But then it's just wacky teenage hijinks for a little bit where like he works at a, or they drive by some girls and are like, we'll pick you up later. It's date time. Mm-hmm. And then. Which one of them is Tina? Yeah, it's, well, it's Tina and the other main girl, uh, Sue. Yeah. And they, they're always pretty much together and like 
Bobby and what's his face? Jack. Jack. The Kennedy brothers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. True. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, they're just always riding around together, and like he set up a date or something with one of them, which means tag your, you know, bring your friends along because that's how yes, that tag works. Tag your friend. <laughs> tag your friend. Yes. Tag your friend. Hashtag. Bring Hashtag. Your tag your friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's just it's just bullshit like that. Like riding down the road, like, hey, girls, pick you up later. Finger guns mm-hmm. and then pull up to somebody in a van. And like you want to, you know, well, dry okay, race. So, so what's happened first is he they they they're at a stoplight and they see Dugan's van mm-hmm. and they see Dugan's girl in there just sitting there. And they're like, girl, hi, you're good to look at. And like the light changes and everyone whizzes past them and everything. Then Dugan comes out, who's mm-hmm. this kind of. He's older than everybody else, but he's not old. But he's just like this beach workout dude. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you look at my girl or my van, whatever. We're racing. And so this leads to like a long like, okay, I'll do everything you do, Dugan. And uh, Bobby lights a cigarette, throws the match in the back because Dugan also threw his lit match in the back mm-hmm. of his van. This sets the, the backseat on fire. So when they pull up to the girls and are like, okay, we'll check you out later. And they're like, ha your car's on fire. See ya. You know, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh God, the car's on fire. So they have those hijinks and then they keep driving down the road a little bit further. And uh, Bobby's friend, Jack, who's sitting in the passenger seat is like, hey, is that my car? And they like pass. It's being towed for some reason mm-hmm. from somewhere. Like they didn't even expect the car to be there. And he jumps out and jumps on the hood and they start towing his car. And Bobby's like, okay, we'll see. <laughs> Hope that works out for you. Bye. <laughs> yeah. So this is just like the, this series of events of like something catastrophic is happening to my friend. Well, okay, bye. Yeah. See you later. It, basically, it's it's the that's not my problem yeah. montage. Exactly. Yes. Because basically that's everyone's attitude is, hey, your problem, not mine. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. So Bobby just goes to work at the car wash mm-hmm. that's run by Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. It was also a bookie. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> why not? I guess because I guess money troubles had to be introduced later. Sure. Y- yes, but, but this literally is, three this minutes. Is, this is further hijinks because it's just ten minutes of car wash shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, it begins with Danny DeVito has gotten himself stuck in the floorboard of a car trying to. That's vacuum how it. we are introduced to Danny yep. DeVito. He is stuck in the floorboard of a car. So they resolve that. Some other dude comes along and establishes that he's a bookie, mm-hmm. and then uh, Tina comes along and is like, "Hey." remember me uh, you want to be friends like i like you and she's like Ugh. i mean tina could not be more disgusted with like literally everything that's going on and yep. and, mm-hmm. and rightfully so like tina tina is a as a woman out of place out of time because she's above all this she is above all this she's as well. a professional she, lady she should be <laughs> not, tina has a future all <laughs> yeah, right yeah she is a future amongst. She looks the, like she works in banking. Yeah, uh, okay. amongst and dead has end garbage last eight people. years. I mean, she's she appears to be about thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, has her whole life ahead of her and a career. One k. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so it's just Bobby being a dick, and then he's like, oh, "I'll take care of your car real good." And then there are three fucking chuckleheads who work at the gas station who are just like, uh, "Bobby, you gonna do things to that lady stuff?" And he's like, "Oh, guys, shut up." And so they drive her car into the oh, his car, his car into the car wash. Oh, well, yeah. They do this because he said, what if I told you I had a date with her? Yeah. And they're like, shut up. No, you don't. Yeah. And they're like, OK, we'll show you. So they drive his car into the car wash without putting the top up. Yep. And they're like, hey, you're going to have the cleanest seats in town. Woo. It's it seems like every car that's not a van in this is a convertible. Yeah, I think it is. Well, you gotta like, get it's in, California. Yeah. Got to get it in and out. Yeah. <laughs> Just. Oh, that's where you, how you get the burgers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, OK. <laughs> I was not aware. <laughs> That's how you get him. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. So his car goes through the car wash with the top down. While he is trying to stop it. 
eventually. And also not die from the machinery of the car wash. <laughs> right, yeah. Because he gets his jumpsuit caught in the machinery. Well, first, like, first the brushes or whatever rip, like, a, a part of his leg, you know, mm-hmm. down. And then, yes, he gets it caught <laughs> in the, you know, conveyor belt system. Yeah. Which it was like, oh, this is the way Bobby dies. Mm-hmm. But no, unfortunately, yeah. he uh, he lives. And uh, he just runs over to Danny DeVito. is like, hey, can I split? And Danny DeVito's like, you're never here anyway. So, yes, get the mm-hmm. fuck out. So he leaves and he drives over to the car dealership. Mm-hmm. And he walks in all squishy because he's still soaking wet. And he's just yep. like, hey, Mr. Friendly, here, money for my van. Yeah. I mean, what's weird is like you would think the plot of this movie, like the the hill that one has to overcome is getting the van no but no he's already got the, the money situated yeah he like, gets it right away yeah yeah and he doesn't quite have enough he's 200 dollars short and he right. just gives that gives the dealership the check from his parents yeah graduation gift yeah, yeah. and the guy's like oh this will do yeah it's good as gold oh it's not good not as good as gold <laughs> well he took it mm-hmm. so but yeah he kind of did it's it's just funny to hear you know it's a check it's good you know it's like okay you look like a kid i can trust you <laughs> okay mm-hmm. sure i'll take your your soaking wet check yeah and soaking wet 20s yeah. and they're like fine here sign here your car's over at you know dickheads extravaganza palace or whatever Yeah, they're making the modifications yeah. to it. so they just go over to this warehouse and it's a guy wearing nothing but overalls and richard belzer mm-hmm. <laughs> not richard belzer but richard belzer and just or some the random dude smoking <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. and looking in the back yeah. wearing just, sunglasses the whole time but he's like, just man, giving him a ride. tour of his fantastic well, contraption van or let's note that bobby band. slips on a banana peel walking in <laughs> Yeah, literally. Yeah, boy, we forgot about that. Like, not even... Is it even set up? Yeah, oh, yeah. The, oh, okay. the, the overalls guy is eating banana, and okay. he's finished, and he just tosses the banana peel over your shoulder, as you do. <laughs> and then Bobby goes, hey, sweet, my van. Whoop. <laughs> and they look at him, and it's like, yeah, you slipped on a banana peel. Mm-hmm. We're a movie in 1977. <laughs> We're a rated R movie in 1977. Yep. Comedy. So, yeah, they take him on a tour of his, his sweet new van. Oh, my God, this van. All right. Describing the van. Yes. Mm-hmm. The van, which you can't see very well on the poster, unfortunately. No. But it is a bright yellow van. Mm-hmm. It has it says straight arrow is written on the sides, and it has arrows going back. Like there's a, a gray one, a red one, and a blue one. Yep. And they all kind of spin off. There's also a large circular window, like... Like three foot by three foot Portal circular window. Yeah, side. it's giant. Just yeah. one side. It's just, just one, one side. side. Yeah. Yeah. The other side had the like other side a, is a giant gray dot. Oh, that's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. But and it's got curtains because on the inside, it is basically coated in like white shag carpet everywhere. Oh yeah. And it's a goddamn waterbed. It's yep. the entire back. Well, not the entire back because there's also a kitchenette. <clears throat> yeah. N- yes. This With, is an extended van. This is not a normal size cargo van. This is. This is a, a big ass van. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, got it's got a mirror on the ceiling because mm-hmm. of course if you've well, got a pink champagne listen, on ice, on ice. <laughs> if you're gonna fuck in a van, you might as well have a mirror on the top of the yeah. van. Yeah, it also has. You mentioned the waterbed. We got yeah, the waterbed water toaster. A toaster. It does have a toaster. A CB radio. A refrigerator. Refrigerator. Yes. Refrigerator. Cup holder. Oh, yes. You, you need to have cup holders. I think it was described as a beverage console. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> it yeah. was for multiple drinks. Yeah. Beverage rack, maybe? Rack, maybe. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. He's captain seating. But this captain guy, seat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this guy is lovingly describing everything. Yep. And oh, bag wheels and uh, mirror, Four bag wheels. <laughs> mirror covers, <laughs> which I guess yep. was a thing. Yeah. Uh, fancy fog lights. 
Mm-hmm. Everything. Yep. Which Casey they lights. also show them putting together some of this. Like they, they put the yellow covers over the mirrors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they look more sweet. Yeah. The stuff over the fog. All that. But yes, it is a sweet fucking van. Yep. <sighs> With a spoiler in the back, too. Yes. And he just drives it out. He's yeah. just like, ah, see ya. And then it, he just drives around drives for fucking around. ever. Yeah. Just like just cruising in the van. Just like, hey, check out my van, dude. He's living that van life. And there's this there's this other random vanner who's not uh, what's his face Dugan. Yeah. There's no. this yeah. other like kind green of long hair guy, just green van man. And he like at several points acts Jason like he's going he's going to like drag race Bobby in yeah. the van. But then, but, well, it's unspoken. If you pull up to another van, it's time to race. Right. But it was uh, the looks that they give each other don't suggest that we're about to drag race. It's it's about like. It, it kind of looks like your van or mine. Yeah, it's you know? <laughs> it's hey, you want to fuck in the back of I mean, your van? And 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 the soundtrack to this movie isn't helping nope. because it's all like soft, like sort of Simon and Garfunkel wannabe <laughs> with banjos and shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's about three songs repeated over and over and over again. Yeah, and it's like she fell in love with me in the back of my Chevy van. Right, which is really funny that they use this Chevy van song because it's a Dodge. Yep. <laughs> uh. But yeah, this, so this first race doesn't happen. The green van takes off and, and Bobby's just he like, just, ah, he just laughs. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I think the best part about it, the, the whole thing is this entire like showing off the van montage is when he drives out of the dealership, he is like head out the window like a dog. Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> fist pumping the sky like he is. Yeah. He is so excited to have this van. He just bought freedom. He yes. did. Yeah. Yeah. He just graduated high school and bought the sweetest van with a fucking waterbed in the back. It's true. You'll never be homeless as long he, as you it, have this van. Yeah. Yeah. He just bought the van life. He did. He did. He did. Got the well, tattoo re- across his chest and though. his stomach and he's, everything. He's renting the van life because that was a down oh. payment and he has to make payments. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But so he's not quite living it yet. Yeah. He uh, ultimately, like, when he t- kind of done cruising around and go almost drag racing with people, but just kind of like, hey, look at my sweet van. Mm-hmm. He goes to the local pizza parlor slash bar slash where everybody hangs out in well, this town. Okay, he's t- he's taking the car home. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, that's he, right. That's he right. shows yes. his mom first. Yeah, the mom comes out. It's like sweet van. Let me get in the back, and she's like, she's, "Wee!" She's really impressed with his van. Yeah, and then the dad drives up like right behind. And is like, "What the fuck is this?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "It's a van, honey." It, and and you, you sit in it. And this is the weirdest part, like because yeah. we we established that it, it seems to be all these flights of fancy dream sequence little flashes are coming from Bobby. Yes. However, he envisions envisions his parents in the back, <clears throat> about to get down in the van. I think that was his mom's flashback. Yeah, I think the family. That's what I, felt I think the was. family is capable of these. Okay, flights of fancy. Oh, it is their super. So it's it's like flights of fancy. It's different than orphan vision. Yes, like you have to become an orphan to like have. Yeah, no, like this, detective vision. But th- this family just has the sight. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they they got the van shine. <laughs> yes, they got the shine. So <laughs> they can just whatever they want to see, they yeah. see it. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I'll go with that because yeah. it's a lot less creepy than him imagining is like, hey, my parents could fuck in the back of this van. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, really especially Bobby. because they're all like in the vision, like dressed up for a fancy date. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the dad's got like an ascot on yeah. and he's it's like, oh, my darling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he also drives by the uh, the car wash and it's like, hey, check out my van. Hey, guess what? I, I brought you guys beers. You want some beers? Yeah, I totally got you some beers. Hang on. I'll go get them. And then he pours a bunch of castor oil in the beers. And gives them to the guys, and they're all like, "Sweet man, thanks for the beer. Sorry we were a dick." Yeah. Pri- uh, also locks the bathroom door. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and then gives it, throws away the key. Yeah, throws away the key and gives it to. He thinks he's just giving it to the three assholes, but then Danny DeVito shows up too. It's like, "Hey, I'm enjoying some of your beer. <laughs> yeah, you want some?" <laughs> he's like, "Ew, this beer tastes weird. What is it?" He's like, "Just beer." It's like, "Oh, okay, good." 
and they drink the beer for like two seconds and then they're like oh god and then they all run to the bathroom they can't get in danny devito headbutts the door bulls his way into mm-hmm. there and then all four of them attempt to use the toilet once yeah. on top of each other yeah, it was a poop stack <laughs> <laughs> if you light up properly you just shit simultaneously <laughs> I don't. I, I think that's incorrect. <laughs> really? Oh, it's like those Russian pooping dolls. You yeah. just <laughs> No, I don't. I don't think there's such a thing as a poop stack. Well, you just have a try, hey, man. <laughs> you, you got to broaden your horizons, BJ. Yeah. You know, I have better things to do with my time than try to poop simultaneously with four, three other people. Back and forth forever. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, man. It's not like you got to look everyone in the eye while you're doing it. Yeah. Well, ideally, no. Yeah. I mean, so what? You're looking at another man's back while you're shitting. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, totally normal. You might, you might yeah. be tattooed. You have something to read. <laughs> yeah, if it's Dugan, you're good to go because he's got all yeah. all them tats, <laughs> all them van life tats. Yeah. But yes, they do that, and uh, then they go to the pizza. Yeah, then place. they go to pizza place, yeah. and I don't know. It's just people just hang out and hear play pinball, play pool, eat pizza, drink beer. And this is where everybody comes and eventually meets at some yeah. point. Yeah. And, and he hits on Dugan's girl at the bar and then is like, all right, I better leave before Dugan beats me up. Mm-hmm. While Dugan is trying to get green van guy to race him for a hundred dollars. And then basically accosts him and laughs in his face about it. Cause he thinks it's a lot of money and yeah, Dugan's just a shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's really? A shit. Everyone's kind of, a and shit. also green van guys, Green Van has gotten hit by the incompetent police. Oh, yeah, because they tried to drag race again. And this time, Bobby agreed to drag race. But then uh, the the Green Van guy crashed into a police car. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which there's two bumbling cops, one fat one and one skinny one. And the skinny one is always eating. And it becomes increasingly, you know, comedic things that he's eating. The first time he's eating an ice cream cone and he's he licks it and goes, this is delicious. Do you want some Mm -hmm. like don't offer anyone else your ice cream coat, especially your fat old cop partner. <laughs> Why not? Because just I don't. Mean, if you can't share an ice cream cone with somebody, how are you ever going to do a poop stack? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Sage advice. You're right. <laughs> I never thought Say, of it that way. <laughs> See, he's won you over with superior logic. Jeez. It's all God. about that soft serve. <laughs> <sighs> The ice cream. <laughs> oh, the ice oh, cream. Oh, you don't oh. want that with the poop stuff. Oh, right? oh. <laughs> yeah. So okay. that's the van. So, yeah. <laughs> so Bobby's in the pizza place and he's just he hits on Dugan's girl and she's like, hi, I can't. Yeah, maybe, Dugan's here. Yeah, maybe later. And yeah, then but she's, just, she's not dismissive of him. Mm-mm. No, she's, she's just, just like, like Dugan's uh, here. I can't. Yeah. And he's like, all right, whatever. And then he Which just is, turns to the girl next to him. It's just yeah. like, so what about you? <laughs> She's like, no. Yeah. And then he hits on a girl playing pinball. He's like, hey, you're good at pinball. You want to smoke a joint in the yeah. back of my van that like has vans? a waterbed? Yeah. And she's like, yes, I do. And then they get in the van. They're smoking weed. And then he's just like, I'm, I'm going to touch you. And she's like, no, you're not. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to be touching you now. Mm-hmm. And this begins <laughs> us. We, we, we didn't like him already. He was kind of a shit. He we was def- kind of a doofy shit. <laughs> yeah. And, and now he's just like a date rapey shit. Yeah. Basically, and, he's 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 a piece of trash. And OK, maybe you want to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's just got his van. He's super stoked. He's high. He's probably had a couple slices of pizza. 
He's feeling pretty Don't good. Don't you dare blame the pizza. I'm, I'm not, but I'm just saying you would think maybe just actions got away from him and he got a little too handsy and you want to think it's a one off, but it's not. This no. establishes his character and his character is a fucking rapey piece yeah, of shit. His character is the second a woman shows like reciprocates any interest whatsoever. That means Hong Kong time. <laughs> right. Let's grab some boobs. Right. To which they always go, ew, no, you're gross. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just here for the van. And so she eventually escapes his clutches because yeah. he is super forceful with her. Well, he like steals. I don't know if he steals the pads out of her bra. Oh, or that's what yeah. It was. He, yes. But. He got her falsies out and she runs away and he's like, but don't you want these? <laughs> yeah. He and goes then immediately back, goes back in, goes back in and within seconds walks out with another one. Yep. And they get in the van and she's just immediately just like, OK, check out my tits. And he's like, yeah, all right. This is how it's supposed to work. And she's like, no, honey, you have to pay me. And well, he's well. and he's like, what? I okay, I'll just go back in and bring out a flapper. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, the very next girl he brings six out. Six foot tall flapper. It's really bizarre. Like, and she also gets naked right away. And he's like fumbling under the blankets, doing something. And then all of a sudden, a pimp opens the back of the van <laughs> and demand and gets ten dollars from him. Yes, man, inflation. I tell you what. Yeah, I mean, if there's one thing you want to say, the seventies were all right for. <laughs> Yes. yes. <laughs> $10 for the. Yeah. I mean, $10 for a flapper hooker. That's that's value. <laughs> yes. It's true. It's true value. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So this. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah, I, I don't even know. I, I, this he scene just the ends. Money. Yeah. The, he, I, we, it's not clear if he got if he got sexed or not. I don't think he did. I think he was fumbling under the blankets for some right. stupid reason. And then still had to pay money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whatever. So then is it date time? Like he gets grabbed and is like, let's go on this date. Yeah, I think his buddy's like, we got I want to go on this date. He picks up a girl at some other place first. Is it when he goes to the 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 drive through? Yeah. Yeah. Like he he goes up to it's like the I don't even know if it's a restaurant or whatever. It's just like it's just a sonic place. It's yeah. He's like, hey, yeah, I got a van. It's got a waterbed in the back. It's like she's like, like, you're not busy. Yeah, she's like, oh, yeah. yeah you want to smoke a joint? And she's like, I don't have time for a joint, <laughs> but I do have time for a uh, quickie. <laughs> and he's and for some reason, he's confronted with acceptance. And he's just like, yeah, all right. I guess we could. Mm-hmm. Now, he gets excited at first. At first. Yeah. And then she walks outside. And the way this movie she treats has... it, this girl is not fat by no, any means. But no. the, the the movie treats it like. Oh, she is an average girl. Yes, she is. She is a modern average person. Yes, She's got a big butt and a smile. Sure. And he's just like, I, like I don't know about this. Can't trust that. And then it's just she is just like, seriously, I only have time for a quickie. We're having sex now. And he's just like, eh, no. Yeah. Well, well, he climbs in the back and she's already naked. Yeah. And then she just pounces on him. Yeah. And then it's wacky zoomed up footage of her like thrashing around on top of him. And, and then apparently they pop the waterbed. Yes, because she's so fat. I, I guess. Where I mean, they really don't even. I mean, that's with, the implication. That's, well, the like, implication. Oh, look at how fat she is. The implication yeah. is by like they don't quite do the noise when they show her, but it's <laughs> well, like no. But I mean, it's like the way the camera is. It's like, eh, look, yeah. and then they zoom in on her butt. Yeah. But then, like, it's almost the, the way he plays it off is like that. She was so rough. That's what popped the waterbed. But I yeah, I don't know. It's, it's. I'm giving it slight benefit of doubt, but it's not really. It's, no. The, the way they film it, the intention is clear, and it's just 
fuck off movie. <laughs> you know, I mean, for real. Yeah, for and real. Then, and then he and uh, uh, whatever, Jack are like hosing down the van and refilling the water bed. They're refilling the water bed. He was like doing Listen, something too. No, trust me, they had to hose down the back of that van. Yeah. They were right. hosing down the van and he was they filling broke up the water, water bed. Mm-hmm. Well, he has had four women back there in the span of 12 hours. Yeah, two of which are are sex workers. Yes. And a lot of weed, mm-hmm. some toast. <laughs> I haven't there hasn't toast. been any I mean, toast yeah. yet. He's yeah. had this van like 24 hours. It has to smell like ass. <laughs> it has to smell so fucking bad. It, has it probably to be just... smells like ass, cash, and grass. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All of the requirements uh-huh. for a ride. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, so Jack is like, come on, you got to help me out here. I, I need to go out with my girl. So you have to occupy mm. this other girl. <laughs> and both he's just like, I don't like her. And the other girl's like, I don't like him. And they're like, great. We got to get you two together. This will be so good for the both of you. You hate each other. Mm-hmm. This is fantastic. Their way of getting <laughs> together with them is is it's it's night. Mm-hmm. And he goes, hey, that's them driving. Yeah. Chase them. <laughs> yeah, menacingly chase him in this van that they don't even know is yours. Yeah, hey, mer, mer. yeah, and so they're and and one the one girl realize the one who likes the other friend. Yeah, is like, oh hey, Jack it's and them, Sue. and she's like, well, they're crazy, yeah. and just guns it. And so now it's, we have a high speed chase where eventually they get on the wrong side of the road, pull up next to them, like, hey, ladies, check out the van, and. <laughs> And Tina is having none of this. She's no. like, oh, you you rapscallions. <laughs> right. She's I, she's an old fashioned type. I have to be at the bank yeah. in the morning. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah, you scallywags. Yeah. This <sighs> and eventually they almost get hit head on. So they have to swerve to get behind them. And then they're like, you guys are crazy. And, well, why don't you pull yeah. over? So we have to stop trying to kill you or yeah. you know, mm-hmm. kill ourselves. Oh, okay. Good point. Yeah. So friend goes and talks to the girl that's interested in him. And, and they comes eventually back. drive off. Yeah, and then, well, it comes back and is like, hey, man, you got to go talk to Tina. Yeah. You know, like, hey. Well, they send and, Tina back to the van. Yeah, and and for once, like, Bobby is reading the signals that Tina wants nothing to do with him. Yeah. He's like, you know, I'm just, no, that's not going to, she hates me. Uh-huh. It, it, I'm not going to do this. Well, she, he reads the signals, for, like, the entire time she's in the van. And then the plan is they... So Jack and Sue take off in, in that little MG or whatever the hell they With have. With Jack driving her car. Yeah. yeah. Driving Sue's. Or, no, not even Sue's car. Tina's car. Tina's car. Yeah. He's just, just like, all right, car. I'm just going to drive your car now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Tina and Bobby are in the van and, and they're like, hey, we're going to go do something, but we'll meet up at the beach later. Okay, bye. And then cut to the beach where they've got this roaring fighter in the center of the picture. Well, because she's explained. She has said, I... Uh, we don't know where they're going. You know, I'm supposed to be staying the night at her house. If I go straight home, my parents will think something's up, which doesn't make any sense. You just went home. Yeah. Just, I didn't feel very good. Bye. Good yeah. Night. So he's like, well, you could sleep in my van. And she's like, oh, all right. Thanks. And so they go to the beach and there's a giant bonfire where mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. is constantly trying to get away from him. And he's just like, what if I kiss you now? And she's like, ew, no. And she's, Yeah, it's like a bonfire with seating for like 20 people around. <clears throat> yeah, it. it's huge. But so it's she, she skips like six seats and sits down and he comes up right next to her again. It's like, hey, what about now? And she's yeah. like, no, please go away. Yeah. What about this, Hong Kong? No, gross. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, eventually she's they just climb in the back of the van and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's the next morning. He's 
just running around the beach like a madman, <laughs> just yeah. running towards the van, to which she kind of wakes up and is just like, oh, what? <laughs> oh, we're at the beach. Did right. he go out for a morning run? Yeah. I is think he the so. kind of guy that runs? No. I don't no. think so. I, no. I just, no. He probably slipped away to take care of his business. <laughs> yeah, probably. Couldn't yeah. do it in the back of the van. <laughs> yeah. Then came back. Because then she's like, I got to go. And he, and she didn't say where she was going or anything. He's just like, you forgot something and yeah. tosses her toilet paper. And she's like, oh, thanks for being so subtle and yeah. nice about this. But at least they used the toaster yeah. and made yeah, some breakfast. Made some, they did make made some breakfast. And then while she's gone is when Jack and Sue show up mm-hmm. and... Bobby sees him coming and so he shuts the doors of the van pops in an 8-track tape and just starts rocking the van the 8-track tape is just fucking sex noises mm-hmm. it's an 8-track of sex noises and he's rocking the there's van there's some weird 8-tracks out there I guess I guess yeah. but Jack and Sue are just like alright yeah finally she loosened up sweet yeah. you know and I, I don't even know how they get out of this he just like they just turn around and leave okay well yeah, because then what's yeah, her face she, comes yeah, back because they're like, "Hey, should we interrupt him?" And then it's like, "No, no, uh, he can drive her home." Yeah, because yeah. then he drives her home, and he then does. she's like, "Stop a block before my house," because if my parents see this monstrosity of a van, I'll, I'll, they'll kill me. Right. So he does. Yeah. And then suddenly he's basically in love with her. Like, at, yeah. From this, point, from this point on, it's like I have to have her. Right. And she is like, "Ew." Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, thank you, sir. Uh, I mean, uh, fuck. I don't know. Some more hijinks and go on for a while. It, it's just. Well, it's like he will go back to the pizza place and right. then the guys from the car wash will come in like they've been circling the town waiting mm-hmm. for him and then they all attack him and shenanigans. Yeah. At some point, Dane DeVito lost a bunch of money because somebody bet on a long shot that won and then they're going to break his legs and Bobby just pulls out. Bobby, Bobby gives him his van money yeah. for the following month. Yeah, he's like, here's my installment him. payment. Cover it. Get it back to me yeah, by this I, I know you're a bookie. You'll get yeah. your money, which... Well, he that's, doesn't. That's that's bad. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he Bobby goes to see... Because he's, he's tried to hit on Dugan's girl again mm-hmm. at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, okay. So before, well, the four before we get into the... Yeah. They go to the, the van festival at the beach. Yeah, yeah, the four of them all go because Sue and... Uh, Tina. Sue, well, Sue and, Sue and the friend Jack have assumed that they've done it yeah and they're like oh we just figured you wouldn't mind going to the van thing since you two are uh you know fun trucking doing it (laughs) and she's like no what and and eventually uh also (laughs) also jack tries to play eventually plays the eight track of the sex noise and goes oh you didn't even do anything yeah and bobby's like yeah (laughs) yeah i guess we didn't but yes they go to the uh yeah they go to the van show at the beach which is like just just like a car, any car show. Like, hey, it's like a velvet rope, and you got to pay a guy, and mm-hmm. you drive your van into the Van and Holla, and it's all the vans. Out vans. <laughs> oh, I want to go to Van Holla. <laughs> yeah. But it's just everyone showing off their vans, and none of them are as cool as this fucking dork's van. But everyone. Well, yeah, and <laughs> Jack and Sue take this time to be like, all right, well, you got a water bed. It already smells like jizz in here, so <laughs> we're just gonna we're add just, to it. We're just gonna fuck in the back. Jackson Pollock painting this place up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, The mirror's already the mirror's got weird corroded. There's like a map of Hawaii on the top. Did of you it. sign That's your all name? In, it? I don't get it. Are those initials? <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, all right, we're we're just just why don't you guys go have fun somewhere else while. While, yeah. we, while we fuck in your van. But this is a free and open van festival so that everyone's just walking around like poking in other people's vans and shit. Mm-hmm. 
So as Bobby and what's her face are walking around like, oh, look at this basically substandard falling, van. Like, basically falling in love. At this point, much, because they're yeah. both like now into this. But it's basically because like they're looking at other vans that are kind of cool, but really are fucking terrifying nightmares when you're mm. inside of them. And I guess she's like, well, I guess your van isn't a horrible monstrosity. Therefore, I guess I love you. That's how that relationship builds. Mm-hmm. But then like every once in a while, the other vanners are like, hey, let's check out this this straight arrow van is. Oh, there are people fucking in here. Yeah. <laughs> happens like three times people open the door and are peeking through the curtains yeah, and, and sue's like hey like, like each time it's like you're allowed to lock the van <laughs> yeah and you're allowed to pull the blinds on the on the yeah on the big on door the you're also allowed to fuck somewhere you know private not in a van show <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i mean if you're gonna fuck in a van might as well fuck at the van show the van right? show i mean that's a thrill right there yeah, yeah. <laughs> the two tickets for the van show <laughs> yeah a van and a show yeah but but yeah, Bobby, Bobby, and uh, and Tina they fall in love, mm-hmm. and then they're they're playing on the beach, mm-hmm. and they fall they fall down, and he kisses her, and then she kisses him back, and this takes about four seconds before he's like, "All right, hand up the shirt," yep. and she's like, "Really?" She's like, "Jesus Christ, dude!" Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they like they, they're tripping over like people Greco Roman wrestling on the mm-hmm. beach, and you know, they yeah. also, oh, they also almost get run over by Dugan and, yeah. the, and the green van guy drag racing, right? Which we establishes that Dugan cheats because yes. like if he's even starting to lose, he just sideswipes the other van. Yeah, yeah, because green van crashes. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, he ruined green van, and everyone's like, "Oh man, that's uh, let's go back and drink, man." Yeah. <laughs> hey man, that's that van life. <laughs> Harsh in my mellow, man. Get your shitty van out of mm-hmm. here. Yeah, so I don't know. She leaves again because she's like, "Stop touching me against my will." Yep. You're and, just like everybody else. Yeah. All you want to do is touch my boobs, and and now Bobby's just like full on obsessed with her. He's just like, "I have to have her." Mm-hmm. Yep. Goes but, her well, he's yeah. obsessed with her for like, yeah. Well, he goes her window because first. what she does is she leaves and steals his van. Yes. <laughs> with them she fucking in the hops in the van with the friends fucking, and it's just like <laughs> we're leaving. And he just smiles. He's like, "Oh." Oh. He goes, oh, women. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, it's you. He does that multiple times. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's you, buddy. Yeah. Just so you know. <laughs> like, how many how many breakup songs does Taylor Swift have to write before you go, maybe it's you, Taylor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but eventually, like, he gets over to her house and the van's parked in her driveway because, of course, it is. Mm-hmm. And is this when he knocks on her window? No, yes. he, I thought he did that in like the middle of the night. Like, didn't he? Yeah, he went another time. Okay. Like, I think the van was actually at his house. Because I think I think he went and knocked on her window, and she was like, uh, "You know, like I've told you, I don't want to talk to you. Get out of here." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he does, yeah. and that's when he goes to see Dugan's girl. Right. Yeah, and he gets liquored up. And yeah. He is very. He is wearing a shirt that's. It has a sweet van on it, and it says. Van stuff. It does. I want that fucking van shirt stuff. bad. Van so stuff. bad. I want that shirt. But I yes. kind of like the other one better. That says, "If you're not a vanner, you ain't shit." Yeah. <laughs> did it uh, say you ain't shit on the bottom? Yes, I, it did. I was just assuming that's. What it was it like said. a van family crest. Yeah. <laughs> it just it's a, if, if, you, if, if you ain't a vanner, you ain't shit. <laughs> no, no. I want the van stuff shirt. Just anything stuff. <laughs> yeah. it's inherently just, funny. Yeah. I just like that it implies that like. It could be anything van related. Like hey, literally anything. Is hey man, what are you into? Uh, van, van stuff. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Kidnapping kids? <laughs> but I mean, no, no, no. 
no fan stuff. But I mean, his whole life it's is like, fucking overkill at this point because he's got like Van magazine on his beverage rack and the, yeah. you know, he's got fucking Van sex noises on he the is, A-track. He is living the Van life. And mm-hmm. every shirt he owns is some Van logo, Dude. Van slogan. Vans yes. were the Harleys of the 70s. <laughs> If you buy Harley, you have to buy Harley everything. I guess so. You just you get buy the whole a van, catalog. Yeah. You need van everything. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but uh, so he goes over to Dugan's girl, her house, and he's just like... And he, he watches through her window as she changes. Yes, he, he watches her change and then's like, all right, time to make my move. And goes to the door and he's Which just like... Which his move is just knock on the door and go... Hey, I'm Mopey. And she's like, I mean, like, come on in. Let come me in, get have, you a drink. Yeah, have you drinks. look like you need a drink. Yeah. And then, I don't know, seven seconds later, they're in the van fucking. Well, yeah. She's basically like, well, he's never here. Yeah. She's like, Dugan's, Dugan's out doing yeah, his Dugan yeah, <laughs> Doing van stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> your shirt says. He's never here for my needs. And he's like, well, you know who is here for your needs? Mm-hmm. Cut to... Them fucking in the van, which we're like, okay, he's got to be imagining this, right? Because yeah, first he's, he's going to wake up. She could be like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, well, but I mean, like, first of all, they're in a perfectly good house. Mm-hmm. Why did they stop, walk out um, to the van? I doubt she had a waterbed in her <laughs> yeah. single wide. Yeah. I guess. Chuck. I don't know. Yeah. Plus, how can you do van stuff not in a van? Yeah. <laughs> so if you do van stuff in a house, you're not yeah, a vanner, yeah, yeah. and then you ain't shit. <laughs> She's going to be like, hey, dude, are you into butt stuff? And he's like, actually, no, I'm into van, van stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I like to do it in the back of a van, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah. I can't finish if I'm not in a van. I finish and then I vanish. Van, I finish. Yeah. So they fuck yeah. for a while until Dugan announces his arrival with this dumbass horn. Yeah. And she's she always says the same thing. Sounds like that might be Dugan. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a signature horn. Well, that time she says... That's Dugan. I'd recognize that van sound anywhere. I'm like, all right. He's also honking his horn, which is his very distinctive Dugan horn. And his van sounds like his Dugan van. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're his girlfriend. You should know what his van sounds like. So Bobby gets out of there just in time. But Dugan sees a glimpse of the van. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, yeah, I'm on to you. He walks out in the middle of the street. He's like, smells like ginger sperm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So uh they is it, they go back to the pizza place, I guess, again. Like the four of them are there, and then Dugan just comes in and he's gonna murder. Well yeah, he like yeah, he ends up with they both he and Tina both show up there. Mm-hmm. And for some reason she's like, Ah, yeah, what a night. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> oh, all right, fine, we'll go in. Like suddenly they've made up somehow, despite yeah. really not speaking to each other. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, was wasn't it like nine in the morning and they just yeah. both pull in at the yes, same time? Yes, that's right. It's yeah. it, yes, yeah. they both pull I mean, up the, and they're both like, "Oh, you're here. Yeah, uh, I'm all hungry. Right. Are you well, hungry? hungry too? All yeah. right, well, starving. Let's go get pizza." And they mm-hmm. walk into this pizza joint at nine a.m. to where Jack and Sue are there, already half consumed a pizza and beer, and they're like, Ugh, "It's nine a.m. Who would eat and drink this?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just yeah. I don't know. To which immediately Dugan busts in yeah. and and. Picks him up by the neck. Yeah. And it's like, holding him up high. against the wall. And he's like, you and Sally, what, what the fuck? Yeah. He's like, no, it's my twin, twin brother's van. And he's going to fucking murder him. And then Jack breaks a bottle. He's like, come on, Dugan. I'll yeah, cut you. you. want this in your gut? <laughs> and Dugan puts him down. And Jack's immediately like, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> and Dugan proceeds to start beating the fuck out of Jack, to which Bobby goes, well, see you later, pal. <laughs> and takes yeah. him. <laughs> Again, not my problem, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, friendo. 
I gotta go. Yeah, and, like, and to this, Tina's like, oh, so you slept with her. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Like, what's, what? And he's like, no, it didn't mean anything. You know, we don't, we're not a thing. And yeah. she's like, I'm, I'm, no. Yeah, I've made the right decision to not talk to you. Right. And he's like, guess what? I'm just going to pick you up and throw you yes. in my van. It's time to kidnap. Kidnap time. I own a van. Part of van stuff <laughs> is kidnapping. Yeah. I got to start be a, doing all the van stuff. There should be a <laughs> van stuff checklist, checklist on the back yes. of the shirt. Like, <laughs> kidnapping, kidnapping, attempted rape. <laughs> yeah. uh, drug stuff. Drug stuff. Yeah. Well, it's like you got to escalate your van. Help, help a friend move somewhere. <laughs> right. to, like right. lower on the list. Come Candy. On. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he then proceeds to drive like a fucking crazy person. To Gets which, chased by the cops. Yeah. This okay. is like the third time, maybe. This time, I want to point out that the cop. <laughs> we, well, we also established nine in the morning yes. because they were going to the pizza place commenting about this nine in the morning. Yeah. So he tears ass out of there. The cops are pretty much right there ready for hot pursuit. The young cop is sitting in the passenger seat with a pie, like with covered in whipped cream mm-hmm. that you see him raise to his face and lick. <laughs> And then they're just like, hot pursuit, let's go. Now, somehow this pie doesn't end up in anyone's face, which is real dumb. But someone in the prop department gave this guy a a whipped cream pie, and he was just like, I don't know what to do with this. I'll just lick it, I guess. I don't know. That struck me. That's the funniest thing in this whole goddamn movie, (laughs) is him licking that pie. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so car chase for a while. She's screaming her head off like you're a fucking insane well, person. Well, that's because you. he eventually is like, you, you, know, you better talk. You better listen to me yeah. or I'm driving this van off the side of off, the cliff here. Off the cliff. And she's like, all right, fu-, but he's not saying no. anything. Yeah. He just keeps saying, you better listen to me. And she's just like, ah, fine, I'll listen to you. And eventually he comes to a stop and he just starts whining about bullshit. It's just like, you've got me all twisted up. And she's like. That's not on me. That's on you. What's wrong with you? I didn't do shit. Mm-hmm. He's like, basically, like, eventually he's like, I'm crazy about you. She's like, I'm kind of crazy about you too. Yeah. So why don't we get in the back and fuck? <laughs> so they do. This is like eight hours from when he's had sex with Dugan's girlfriend. And now he's sexing up the love of his life. I and didn't think they, I didn't think they boned here. I thought she just got angry and pounded on the side of the van. and was like, I should have known. No, that Mm-mm, she no. pounds on the side of the van after they've already had oh, the sex. Like okay. she yeah. goes back to hating him after oh, that. Right. Okay. Cause they have the sex and, and they're like, okay, we're together. And then it's later that I, I, Danny DeVito pops up at one point and he's just, or no, they, oh, that's, they, yeah, that's what it was. He goes to back to Danny DeVito. He's like, oh, sorry, I don't have the money. And then he's with Tina and then basically has to go like, well, I'm going to have to race Dugan to get the money to pay yeah. my van. She's like, I hate this van. I hate you in this van. Why do you care about this van so much yeah. and van? And he's just like, I, it's how I get around. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's a car. I don't know. Does he call it his ballroom? He does. He yes. Says, he like, does. At some point he it's says, like, you know, is that like, that's the zone? thing that makes her go beat on the van. Cause yeah. he says, what? It's got everything you need. It's my ballroom. <laughs> it's, Jesus Christ, dude. Don't say that to anybody, let alone the woman you're yeah. trying to court. <laughs> it's my ballroom. <laughs> I guess he figured anything was open game. Cause I mean, they've already fucked in that van. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Which I mean, come it's on. It's our ballroom. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And she did. Well, she didn't run away screaming when she's like, man, the smell in here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, he even commented because like, it smells like a pool hall in here. Because she was smoking. Yeah. <laughs> he made the comment. It smells like a pool yeah. hall in here. Yeah. Anyway, but this yeah. just leads to, yeah, I, I guess I got to race Dugan to get money. Mm-hmm. And I, 
it's not really established. I guess he drops her back off because he did kidnap her out in the middle of nowhere, so he had to take her back to her car. She runs off. She's she's not having any of it. And he he drives. He just oh. peels away. But has gotten drunk in the meantime. Yeah. Because Dugan and company are all standing around, like waiting for the race. Guess he's not going to show up, yeah. uh, chicken. And <laughs> right. then he comes peeling through. Like basically blows past the entire like start of the thing, just kind of side swipes into the onto the side of the road and mm-hmm. then gets out like, hey, are we hey. gonna do this? <laughs> I'm so wasted. Yeah. Jack comes over and is like, yeah, man, you're bombed, and he's like, yeah, let's race, let's race. <laughs> so, yeah, I just you know, mm-hmm. he gets into a confrontation with Dugan and Dugan. Well, because he's taunting him through the like through the passenger window right. as they're waiting for the race to start. And he's like, oh yeah, by the way, fucked your <laughs> fucked your girlfriend last night. He's like, you son of a bitch, rolls up the window, walks like, door, he's like, get out of here again. He's like, Dugan, you're just a turd. And that's the final fucking straw. Because Dugan's like, Dugan is not a turd. No one calls Dugan a turd. Dugan, he goes third person. Dugan, not turd. No, he keeps saying no. It, he no. says he says it all through the race too. So like they've like before the taunting happened, he established he's like Dugan's like all right, way down there is a finish line. But you're not going to see it because you suck. Ha ha. <laughs> so then the taunting starts and he just gets in his he gets in his, you know, his super van and he's just like, see ya. And he just kind of peels off and everyone's like, wait, did the race start? <laughs> so like that's when Dugan goes turn off after him. And apparently they go somewhere else to start. But yeah, Dugan is still muttering. Just, mm-hmm. Dugan is not a turd. Not a turd. No one calls Dugan a turd. Mm-hmm. So they kind of race for a little bit and well, then, sort of but like all like all the friends were going to follow after him anyway dan and devito showing up right before the race starts with the money like i wait, got the money I have the money you don't have to and race. then tina shows up in her little mg or whatever is like i'm going to and then the cops are like i got a tip they're right here so like everyone is like doing this benny hill thing like yeah, it's towards the race. Kettleball run now yeah. all of a sudden so and somehow the cops oh i guess the cops were coming from the other direction because mm-hmm. they're like right right after the finish line they pull sideways in the road and yeah. like block the path to which like oh shit yeah because Tugan's been being an asshole of course and like sideswiping Bobby's van on both sides like they switched lanes at one point it was like so you let them just ram the other side of your van too? Yep. yeah equal you know <laughs> both sides but, yeah um, but Dugan, Dugan crashes into the police car uh, Bobby goes past them and crosses the finish line technically mm-hmm. but also rolls the, the van rolls his van sideways now. yeah or upside down yeah and uh, gets out. Well, they they all run up and they're like, "Oh, Bobby, please don't be dead." And they crack the door, and like, I guess the waterbed exploded again because he's just, yeah, because like he opens the door and all the yeah. water pours out. Yeah. And yeah, she's like, "Oh, please don't be dead," and we're like, "Please be dead, Bobby." Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he spits out water. He's like, "Ha ha, I'm not dead. I'm totally cool." And she's like, "Oh, you, I love you." And they just get in her car and drive away. Just like fuck that van. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck it. <laughs> Yep. Credits. Yeah. Yes, and, and really, the way they shoot the end where they're just riding away laughing, I was hoping for like the graduate moment where they're just like, oh, God, where things settle in. They're like, oh, no, <laughs> it's it's you, isn't it? <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah. The only thing we had was that van. <laughs> we have nothing in common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's it. I- but they don't do that. They just laugh. And then they have voiceovers over footage from the rest of the movie yeah it's just some stock footage yeah including some like repeated lines for some reason yeah because like he basically cops to having had sex with dugan's girlfriend and she's like no oh and the other part was like that he she goes you're you're bigger than dugan so which they're like three times during the credits she's like are you really bigger than dugan yeah 
And then eventually he's like, that's what she told me. Yeah. And, and she's like, oh, you did have sex with her. You're a scoundrel. But you're bigger than Dugan, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's the van. Yep. Now we rate it. We, yeah, we, there's, there's no ancillary rewards whatsoever. No. No, 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 no. Probably not a lot of jocks to go around either. But mm. Let us do this for Vanuary. Uh-huh. How many vans out of <laughs> five does it get for you, van awesomeness? Do you want to rate the actual van itself? Um, yeah, let's give the is van a rating. Is that what How you're many vans requesting? does the van get? The, now, do we rate the van itself or the vans? Because there are many. Overall quality of vans in the van? Yeah. Oh, well, if it's a weighted like curve like that, then it's pretty low because... All the other vans were kind of shit except for the van. Yeah, I mean, there was only one at the dealership that had like you know a, a painting. Skiers. Of, of, what about <laughs> yeah of skiers? But there wasn't like any with a fucking wizard yeah, on yeah, it. I was gonna say, there's, there's like a dragon van. There's a serious lack, lack of airbrush yeah. art on the side of these vans. Yeah, like one person had like just fucking like. Well, one like, said just had insanity written on it. You're like, why didn't that say fucking insanity on yeah. it? You dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. you blew it. <laughs> and then, and you then blew we're gonna, a you guy blew in 1977. <laughs> <laughs> I'm traveling through time to tell you you fucking blew it. And, the, and 40 years that, later, we know that you blew it. That shame like, will linger for 40 years. You dumb fuck. They're just stickers too. They're yeah. like not even painted. It's yeah. like it's uh. like it's like house lettering stickers. You're just like insanity mm-hmm. van. It wasn't even an insane van. <laughs> no. They, they, in no way did it deserve yeah. insanity right now. Yeah. His now, van, No, what you do is I-N dash vanity, and you put a big mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so do we do do we just want to rate the hero car then? Uh, sure. The hero yeah, van. Yeah, because the rest of the vans are going to bring it down. But let's rate the titular van. <laughs> okay. I'm, the eponymous. I can give it three vans. It's all right. It's not the best van, but it doesn't suck. <laughs> I'm gonna However, the smell in the van mm-hmm. gets like yeah. I was gonna say primo, like like mid condition, like five Lysols. <laughs> it's, it's a bad smell in that Not van. Any I'm of these down. <laughs> I'm gonna give it four vans because it has everything a fuck van needs in 1977, except airbrushed wizards. Except airbrushed wizards. However, it did have a bitchin' thematic paint job. Yeah, yeah. I I am all about the paint job. It looks good. It doesn't smell good. It probably rides good. Yeah. It's brand new. Yes. Mm-hmm. Brand new van. Although it's ruined. <laughs> right. It had TVs in it. Yes. That we never got to see. Yeah. Mm, yeah. We we did. We, we forgot the, the TVs and the big subwoofer on the back the yep. rear door. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or just speaker mm-hmm. in general. So that van was specked out. I, yeah. yeah. If it had if it had a wizard on it, it would have been a five out of five. Yeah. Or a van out of van. Whatever. I I can also give it four vans. Right it, on. Uh, it's only flaws that it doesn't have any superpowers. Like it doesn't have, you know, like turbo boost or ejector mm-hmm. seats or, you know, or self cleaning. Yeah. It's not a self cleaning van. Yeah. Just like little <laughs> robots come out for, for the extra option or yeah. an airbrushed wizard casting spells at a dragon. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> casting spells at a dragon. I, I'm going to need a robo de jizzer for that. Thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like a room. It, just, it needs spooge. Spooge. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, all right. Oh yeah, nope. yeah, yeah. Four, four. I, I'm also gonna go four vans out of four vans. Four yeah, vans. man. I didn't think I would be the low van on the totem pole here. <laughs> that's yeah. a pretty good van. Yeah. Toad van. All right. Like, like, you know, other than the lack of it's airbrush art, pole. that's that's the main thing. Mm-hmm. I would also like tricks and gadgets, but that's like a James Bond kind of van, and we're probably it had a toaster. That. 
Yeah, it's true. Mm. It did. Yeah. That's that pretty. Is, that is a gadget. Yeah, that qualifies as a gadget. Yeah, it has, hey. he had the ability to turn bread into toast. That's, that is wizardry right Can there. Can your car that turn is the bread into real, toast? Yeah, no. Probably, yes, actually. Like, the, the engine block is yeah, pretty hot. Yeah, it depends on if you can get to the engine safely. block. All right. You have to peel all that plastic cover yeah, bullshit true. off. So, the actual movie itself. Actual ratings. <laughs> okay, that's easy. Go ahead if it's easy. It's, it's two bags. It's, okay. It's almost three, but it's it's offensively boring at parts and offensively offensive at many other parts. <laughs> um no, but everybody fucking sucks in this movie. I know. And everybody's all 70s out, which means you've just like, you have to be shitty to whatever person you're sharing, you know, the same city block with. Yeah. I, I, this, this movie does make me ask, like in the 70s, did people actually like their friends? No. I don't know. Or was everybody just like, you're my friend. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. See you later. <laughs> hey, friend. Yeah, it, it just. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> in all these comedies, it's like the way you you pal around with your friends is you be exceedingly shitty towards them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I know it was a different era and all that, but. Yeah. I don't know. It's I weird. mean, Jack took a beating for Bobby. Like he stayed behind because he threatened Dugan with a bottle. Yeah. And let Bobby get out of there. And like they didn't know. He doesn't even say thanks. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Their friendship is a lie. <laughs> it is. So, yeah. So who else has rated it? Did you? No. No. Oh, just, B- BJ. Just, just BJ. Just yeah. me. Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, three bags. It's, um, I, I, I hate to be that guy, but this is just problematic as shit. It's, it's, it's one thing if you see one of these movies in context during the time that it happens. Like, I can watch Revenge of the Nerds and go, man, yeah, that's a problem. But also... I saw this when it came out and society wasn't saying it's a problem. So I can kind of not be totally outraged Mm. by this. You see one of these for the first time, totally out of worldview context. And you're just like, Jesus Christ, how did we survive the seventies? Like, I feel so bad for every woman who's ever existed. But I, I I just guess for this, for this to be, um, this this guy as the hero whatever of this movie has no determinable quality whatsoever as to what he is because he's not bad at getting girls he can just say i have weed in a van and he gets girls to his van he gets dugan's girlfriend by just snapping his fucking fingers and she's the hottest girl in this movie mm-hmm. he eventually wins over the girl that he doesn't claim to like by kidnapping her i mean it's just he he's not afraid of Dugan. He will tell Dugan to his face to fuck off. It it's just yeah, and, there's no and it's weird too in that this movie was written by uh a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. That seems odd. And you yeah. get and you kind of get some of that because of the way the women react to him. Mm-hmm. But then you have scenes like where the where Dugan's girlfriend is just like, "Oh, come on in. Here's a beer. All right, let's have sex." Right. But I mean, how many scenes were there? Where Bobby does something borderline criminal to that lady, mm-hmm. she runs away in a huff, and the last shot of the scene is him looking off in the distance going, women. Like, no, not women, you. Yeah. <laughs> You're a piece of shit. Yeah. So, yeah, three bags. Not good. Um, I, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with two. I mean, I, I almost feel like Pinball Summer desensitized me to this these shenanigans at this point plus we did all those dumb beach movies we did which were very similar in tone yeah 
this Malibu point, Beach is better than this. Well, it is, but I mean, it just... I, and Pinball Summer has that joke in it that fucking killed all of us, where the old 100-year-old man has the weights in yes. the background, over, just comically large, mm-hmm. dumb weights over his head. True. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's just... I just would say, yeah, probably don't watch this. There's better ways to spend your time, but if you're if you're looking for like one of those just time capsule thing, like man, what a wacky time. Maybe, but yes, I yeah. mean it is problematic. But it is a case of I have no doubt that like in California in the late seventies, like yeah. everyone had bitchin' vans, and it really was about like whose van was the most bitchin'. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had no idea like racing was a part of it. I mean, I w- I was imagining like sweet laid back van life. Like yeah, oh yeah, you know. But the van festival seemed accurate. The racing part seemed like he's a bad element of the vanner community. <laughs> well, if you're if you're tricking out your sweet van, mm-hmm. once you get done with all the shag carpeting and televisions and all the water beds and uh, refrigerators and CB radios and eight tracks. I mean, I guess the only place you can put your money that in is the engine compartment after that. So yeah. you upgrade or, or your or van. You can just get rid of some of that shit that weighs a lot, like yeah. water in a bed. No, you just <laughs> yeah. get a bigger engine because you oh, you got a van. God, you can. Right. Can you, you imagine what, what his huge gas engine. mileage was? Oh, like a oh. mile to the gallon. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm surprised during the final race of this movie, there wasn't another character in the back of the van chucking all that bullshit <laughs> out so he could go faster to beat Dugan. Because there, I mean, it's got two fucking TVs, a waterbed. Maybe that waterbed is just full of gas. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a backup. No, it's a backup bladder just in case. Because it only goes like five miles on mm. one tank. Yeah, it just sucks all the gas out of the waterbed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll. I have to echo the two bags. It'd probably be worse, but all his van T-shirts I appreciated yeah, far too much. Those are pretty good. I would wear some of those right now today. Mm-hmm. Right now. And do we? Does this get a Stargrove? No, because it was a Chevy van. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not describing the Dodge van. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So it is a van about if, falling in love and living that van life and yeah. doing van stuff. Yeah, if that, it does not count as a Stargrove, no, because if the Stargrove song had been saying Stamos, it would have been like, no, that's inaccurate. That is not his name. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, yeah, just making sure. Good to check. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so despite being in the pocket of big van, we're still all giving this bags. Yeah. Yeah. Van stuff. Sorry, the van. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. If uh, if you stick around for the second half, we're doing Golden Jacks. Hooray! Yeah, Yay. that's a good time. Our yeah. favorite movies but, of 2017. But first, a quick break. Welcome back. Hey, Bamcast. Yeah. Second half. Bamcast. More importantly, you know what it's time for. I do. It's the big one. The most. <laughs> <laughs> yes, with a whole bunch of reverb behind it as we yeah, say right. it. I'm coming, Elizabeth. Um, no, it's the Golden Jocks. Oh, okay. It, yeah, that's yeah. not going to reverb well. It sure is. Be like, oh, it's it's the not? Golden Jocks. What about it's the Golden Jocks? There. That's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Chuck will never add reverb, but in my head, I hear that with so much reverb that it sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. Right. So thank you. I add reverb every year. It's the biggest (laughs) award show. It is. On this podcast. It is, yeah. This side of the Mississippi. (laughs) 
the biggest award show that the voters cram the last week <laughs> to see as much as they can before. Yeah, we had a full year. I didn't cram that much. I was going to say, I didn't cram either. I, <laughs> I well. Okay, I, there was only... All right, let's There's just, only two that got on here that weren't here before last week. I will say, I'll in the, it that in way in the last two weeks, I've crammed 10 movies on top of the other 32 that I'd already seen that were mm-hmm. 2017 movies. And Bring Chuck them. watched like 60 last week. I crammed a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I did I did <laughs> do a significant addition, but it was over the entire holiday season, not just like in the last week. Yeah. What else are you supposed to do over the yeah. holiday? So anyway, I don't know. Spend time with family so what, and shit. What's your, did you count your total 2017 movies? No, I didn't. No? Oh, no. okay. Uh, it just, was like 46 I, or something I just like did that. that for no reason then. Mine was 20. No. I, I think, I, I, think I counted number. 42. I, you know, I had pa- I had passengers on here and I was like, oh, wait, shit. Then I came out at the very end of 2016. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, that came off. Yeah. I have enough for my list. <laughs> hey, right. hey, man. Eight, eight is... Cool, cool. So top five, three honorable mentions? Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how Pompeii made my list one year. <laughs> I had enough for a list. <laughs> Although I really don't feel bad about my honorable mentions. Like, it's not a bunch of uh, movie equivalent of shit posting. Yeah. yeah so. I gotta say, like, I don't know if I just chose well this year or if this has just been an exceptionally good year. But like last year, I was like, I don't know. I guess my number one's Hell or High Water, which, mm-hmm. you know, now Kubo and the Two Strings would have pushed that out of the way mm-hmm. easily for me. But last year, it was like, uh, I guess number five is this. Yeah. You know, whereas this year, like I had a solid 10 and mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I need to figure out where, you know, who makes the top five and who doesn't type thing. And that's a good feeling. I think like 75% of the total number of 2017 movies I saw got three stars or more. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Now, most of them stayed right there with like three, three and a half stars, but that's yeah. still better than not. So eh, it's pretty, pretty good year for average entertainment to good. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if the worst movie I saw this year was Alien Covenant. Yeah. I mean, that's not that's not a terribly made movie. That's not like a complete shit movie. I just it's a disappointing movie. Yeah. It's a disappointing movie with a lot of problems and yeah. a very weird tone to it that just didn't click with me, but. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So do we want to go we're around gonna, and I'm not going to talk about that. Yeah, I figure we're going to we're going to kind of round robin this like we usually do, but we'll go around in the same order. Uh, we'll just knock out all our honorable mentions in one go. Yeah. Um, talk briefly about them if you yeah. want, mm-hmm. but uh, then we'll just do you know five, 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 and yeah, three, yeah. four, four. Yeah. I don't know where we're starting. Do we decide? You want to start with you since it's that's how we say our names. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Fine. All sure. Right. All right. Um. Yeah. So I'm just going to rattle off my my true top five honorable mentions but then i have like a trio of like things that were almost even in the honorable mention section but i just kind of want to mention because they all have something sort of in common okay um so my honorable mentions are it uh <laughs> weird one to start with because it chapter one it chapter one yeah. fine sure um guardians of the galaxy 2 mm-hmm. uh spider-man homecoming wonder woman and blade runner 2049 i'm trying to think if i have anything to add to the, any of those that I haven't already said. I, I think I think the big thing about those is um it and Blade Runner, I'm coming off of just like saw in the theater. That's my memory. I haven't revisited them. The other ones I have all revisited. Mm-hmm. Um because mm-hmm. they you know they kind of came out earlier in the year and have been on video for a while. Um Yeah, I don't I don't have much to add that I haven't already said about them in the past. I just I think it's really solid. Um it just didn't hundred percent click with me. I just think it's it's a really good adventure horror movie whatever you want to call it um 
yeah, I mean, Guardians and Spider-Man are just like really solid comic book movies. So, so, well, so is Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman was also just surprising because it was a DC movie <laughs> that it was as, mm-hmm. as good as it was. Yeah. Um, and Blade Runner is just, I, I, I think, I see myself going higher with my ratings of Blade Runner on subsequent viewings. It's just that initial theater experience was kind of not really knowing what to expect. Um mm-hmm. And it, it delivering for the most part what I wanted it to, but also kind of going in places I wasn't real sure it was going to go. So, yeah, it, Blade Runner took you know several viewings for me to really warm up to, and I, I feel like this one will as well. Um, the the other ones I, I kind of wanted to mention quickly that almost made the honorable mentions list were I, I feel like this was a really solid year for almost completely awesome action movies. Um, and I and my the trio ones I want to mention are John Wick two, which is really good. It's just not the first one is my main complaint about it. Sure. Um, Fate of the Furious, there's really good stuff in it. Just as a whole, I just it's strange for like a big fast movie to come out and just be completely out of my radar for even like in top mentions. Mm-hmm. But it has like several amazing scenes in them. It's yeah. just like the movie as a whole is like, mm, you know, at this point. Um, and then the other one, surprisingly, uh, I, I think in many ways, almost out, almost as a better, you know, bro out Fast and Furious style movie, Triple X, Return to Xander Cage. I, that movie was so much my fucking jam when I watched it, like almost more so than the other two. Like it, it, if you ever want to get nostalgic about 90s slash 2000s, you know, dumb, like, energy drink-fueled action movies. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is that now. Yeah. Um, it, it's fucking... It's it's stupid. It's all get out. Don't get me wrong. I'm oh, not saying yeah. it's a good movie. I'm just saying, like, it is exactly what I wanted and just delivered on every front. Unlike another one we'll probably talk more about next week in Geostorm. It's like every... You know, we wanted a big, the giant disaster movie. Just unfortunately for most of the movie, it's not that. Triple mm-hmm. X was exactly what I wanted it to be. Yeah. And... I mean, the, introdu- the introduction scene of Donnie Yen in that movie is fucking amazing. Yep. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> yes. But that's 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 it for all my honorable mention stuff. Right. Which, like I said, it's Atomic Blonde in a, in, a, in a somewhat way, but I'm just saying, like, there are, like, really solid action scenes in movies that just the overall movie is like, I don't love the whole movie, but goddamn that scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, that's all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Just outside the honorable mentions for me, uh, it which I'll talk about more next mm-hmm. week if I even remember. Okay. It. But I, I am not as high on it as a lot of people are. I have issues with it and <laughs> God, I hate that fucking title too. Uh, yeah. Th- there's, there's just, there's quibbles I have with it. Uh, Wonder Woman, man, I want to love that movie more than I do, but mm-hmm. I just hate that last 10% of that movie so much that it kind of bumped it out. And Fate of the Furious is kind of the same thing where it's like, you're watching it and you're like, man, that's awesome. And then you're just kind of like, am I going to watch this again and yeah. care? It's almost got that Pacific Rim problem of like the prison sequence is so fucking amazing. And it's like a third of the way through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and it's like, it's like the big first act yeah, action scene. You just don't, you don't top that for the entire rest of the movie. You know, I mean, I know there's like a sub and other kinds of weird, crazy shit, but it's mm-hmm. like, but that fucking prison scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and Kong Skull Island, I really appreciate what that movie's doing, but I think as a as a whole, it doesn't quite get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my my honorable mentions: um, Atomic Blonde. I really like. I love the style of it. I love 
the storytelling of it. I think it it's one of those movies that suffers from so many twists and turns that I suppose that I assume on watching it again, I'm going to go, all right, that scene with John Goodman doesn't make any sense, mm-hmm. you know, because like just because of where everything goes and like, you know, when characters have scenes for the benefit of the audience and no one else that only work because the audience is making one assumption and the movie is doing something else that, you know, I think it's going to have a lot of that, but goddamn, I love those action scenes. I love the setting. Like, I love the aesthetic of all of it. And I thought it was great. Um, Spider-Man Homecoming. I really, really, really liked. Uh, it's kind of the Spider-Man movie I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't quite get there. And same with John Wick too. Like, I like so much of that. But I also don't like the direction they kind of go by the end of it. And it's kind of like, okay, John Wick is sort of betrayed his own character in order to create what they're setting up for the third one, which is, eh, I don't know. It like, and it also, like you said, it just, it suffers from not being the first one. And also it suffers from just like people not shitting their pants that John Wick is coming for them anymore. Like in that one, everyone's like, no, I can take on John Wick. And it's like, no, you get shot in the head and chest, but still. Yeah. You know, there's a certain, like the fear of John Wick is what makes John Wick one work so well is he's the fucking boogeyman who's coming for all the, all the bad guys. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, Star Wars Last Jedi didn't quite make it. It's one I want to see again, and maybe more times watching it, it will push itself up the list. I just don't know. But I've, I've, after my initial eh, about it, I've kind of come around and enjoy it more than I don't. So, there's that. Uh, there's also Brawl in Cell Block 29, or sorry, Cell Block 99, which uh, Vince Vaughn is fucking amazing in that movie. And, that shit is brutal grindhouse. Goddamn. Um, okay. I'll, t- I'll talk more about that next week also. But um, if you enjoy grindhouse movies, you should watch that movie. It is a little bit long, but I don't feel any time in it is wasted. And uh, there are points where it just hits pure fucking ownage, as uh, Zodiac motherfucker would say. And he's not he's not wrong. <laughs> Uh, and lastly, on my honorable mentions is uh, Nathan for You Finding Francis, which was one of the most weirdly affecting stories I've seen this year. And I'll just leave it at that. It is was that it, that the TV episode thing? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which is a documentary about the uh, him helping an old man find his lost love from fifty years ago. Right. And it becomes this whole thing about what our memory perceives versus what the reality actually is and um, how that ties in also to making a TV show that's supposed to be about reality. So it's, it's really, really good and well worth watching. Okay. So I have a, uh, as usual, a slim honorable mentions list and uh, it's, there's one on here that's sort of just a throwaway, and that's Monster Trucks. I mean, we watched it for the podcast. It was cute. It was fun. It had a big monster thing in a truck. <laughs> it did. It I, sure did. I recall we rated it fairly well. Oh, though. yeah. We it, liked it. Um, but it was, I mean, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, these are in no particular order. Uh, 47 Meters Down is a pretty damn good suspenseful shark film. Mm-hmm. Um, it does not do exactly what you think it is going to do. Uh, they, the characters play smarter than you expect from uh, from a movie like this. But 
good shark action. I like it. Um, and my last one, uh, The Disaster Artist. I did really like it, but there were some strong... I, I feel like there's some stronger contenders as far as actual movies go. Um, it may be sort of the out-of-left-field spectacle of the year, but... Uh, just because of what it is and what it you know what it relates to and how big of a deal the room has kind of managed to to become to us um but sort of rating it strictly on its on its movie qualities i think it's i think it's just outside of my outside of my top five um but if you haven't seen it you really need to see it i think it's still in a bunch of theaters surprisingly as well Hmm. but that's it i only have three okay uh, I'm going to blow through my honorable mentions quickly because I have another subcategory to mention. But uh, <laughs> what is it with you fuckers you and subcategories? You'll see. Uh, so honorable mentions, uh, the big sick, which is one of the most genuinely sweet romance things I've seen, like credibly romantic. Like I could I, I could feel for these characters and not just like this is romance movie bullshit. Mm-hmm. These these are like people that I would hang out with or could have been me in another swerve of life in some mm-hmm. way, shape or form. It's a it's a genuinely sweet movie. Um, Dunkirk, which has a strange minimal approach to its storytelling where it's just kind of like it just kind of plops you down and you kind of have to piece together what's happening. The The movie is not hitting you over the head with narrative. You just kind of put it together yourself uh, while this event takes place. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that more so, I think, for maybe technical achievement, I like that than actual storytelling or anything like that. But it, its style is somewhat unique. Um, also, the Fate of the Furious, which I think for reasons I was th- I was thinking about that movie and I was like, you know, I really liked it. It was better than seven, but I can't remember much of it other than Prison Fight submarine thing at the end that I wasn't that thrilled about. And then the dumb plot of attacking them with a million drone cars, which yeah. is so ridiculously dumb that I just burst out laughing in the theater. Cause I was like, this is the dumbest fucking thing. Uh, but other than that, I was like, man, I can't remember shit about that movie. Um, but it's, it's still, I just remember being like Vin Diesel, just yell at somebody. <sighs> they have my kid. Yeah. Like that's all they had to do for it. But I was like, no, we hate Vin Diesel. Yeah. Now. It, yeah. 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 Um, and then also it, which I really liked, but it's it's an oddly it's an oddly paced movie in that there's no act structure to it. It's all the first act of a two part story. And having read the book, I know that it's kind of broken up by flash forwards, flashbacks and everything like that. And this is all just one timeline. And so seeing it all put together like that was a little distracting to me. Um Maybe when the next one comes out and I watch them kind of bookended or they make some sort of multi cut version where it's, you know, more like the book or something like that. I'll click with it more. I might like it more, but I I still liked it. It was just it was just odd. Um, But the other thing I wanted to do, I just wanted to point out three movies that the world seemed to come together and just universally shit on, Mm -hmm. like took great delight in shitting on that. I don't get I don't get at all. And that is Monster Trucks, The Mummy, and Pottersville. I think those movies are all perfectly fine, very entertaining. I don't, I didn't watch them with the intent of I'm going to prove everyone wrong. I just didn't see what everyone hated about those movies. I, I think they are three 
perfectly entertaining little throwaway movies. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't get the hate. So I just wanted to give a special shout out to three movies that seem to be on everyone's worst of 2017 list where I'm just like, dudes, come on, watch a real bad fucking movie for a change. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like the band. All right. We need to proper numbers now. Okay. So number five for me, uh, you just mentioned it uh, as the big sick. Okay. Um, I, yeah, that movie is fucking great. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I am just, as you said, I'm always a fan of like a quote unquote rom-com, but like a believable one. Like, I mean, it's, there's comedy. It's not even like a rom-com because rom-com has become its own little subgenre where it's just this cookie cutter thing of like, you know, he's doing a thing and she doesn't like that. So make her change it. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, you know, at the yeah. end, you know, and this is just like, this is, this is like 100% believable. Well, it's obviously believable because yeah. it's yes. real life. Yes. You know, but I mean, it's just like, and everybody's great in it. Like mm-hmm. all acting wise. I mean, I never thought I'd be saying that like Ray Romano put in one of the best acting things of the year he gets the best line bar (laughs) none it's just like him and holly hunter are fucking great yeah you know and like like when they show up that becomes a different movie and i was like totally okay with that yep so and they do those characters justice Mm -hmm. so yeah it's 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 just it's a great movie um it's easily seen now it's it's uh i mean it was it was always an amazon produced movie so now it's part of the prime library Mm -hmm. you know it did it's like it's a you know pay for it kind of thing but now it's just it's prime it'll probably always be in prime so Mm -hmm. You can see it easily. So I, I, I highly recommend it. That's all. Yep. All right. Uh, my number five is Logan. It's basically you put Wolverine in a Western with uh, Professor X having uh, basically losing his mind, having a little kid for him to, to uh, keep track of. But it feels it feels like one of those movies that's larger than it is. Like just the way it's made feels like this dude's just saving the entire world when really he's only helping two people <laughs> over the course of the movie. And it just becomes this. It's really weird to say it about a superhero movie, but it comes like this rumination on, you know, what have you done with your life? When you look back, like what, what can you be proud of? What, you know, if you've fucked up, how did you atone for it? Those sorts of things. And it's, it's just it, that movie has no right to be even remotely as good as it is, but it is. I like that superhero movies have gotten to the point where we can have these weird side stories that aren't like, all right, it has to tie into all this other stuff where mm-hmm. it's like, no, it's kind of its own thing way off in the corner. And we're able to tell this weird story with it and, you know, make it as good as it can possibly be, which I feel they did. That's a good way to for Hugh Jackman to leave the role. Uh-huh. Yes. Fate of the Furious is my number five for the year. Um, it was higher, but I was thinking about it and thinking about specifically what you guys said. And I was like, you know, I, I don't remember much about the movie. And I didn't really feel that call to go watch it again at any point this year after I'd already seen it to kind of give it another once over like it is good it has that prison scene it has the um the driving around on the ice and the rock grabs a torpedo and redirects it with his goddamn hand um yeah which is totally a thing that i'm pretty sure the rock can do um and i'm not bullshit and i think he can do that but other than that (laughs) 
it's just not I hope they turn it around with with fast nine year seat belts or whatever they're gonna do. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they fail if they just don't call it that. I think it's <laughs> gotta be fast, fast ten year seat yeah. belts. Yeah. yeah. Or fast nine whatever. Mm-hmm. I love that none of us have mentioned like Jason Statham doing the hard boiled thing with the baby in a plane. Oh yeah. At the end yeah. of the movie. Like Cause you forget about that stuff because yeah. there's a lot of like I think my problem with remembering that was because it's a cool scene, but the way they are flipping that character to make him one of the team and a good guy. Yeah, even though he murdered Han. Yeah. Like, like he murdered one of their best friends yeah, to in like cold the, blood. The actors are in real life on Twitter saying, nah, that's bullshit. Yeah. Well, like, to be fair, we were saying the same thing about yeah. another person. Never well, mind. Yeah. But I mean, like Michelle Rodriguez was like, hell no, <laughs> we fought this mm-hmm. every day in the, on the on the set. And you're like, yeah, I can see yeah. that. So it's just I. I think we hit a sweet spot with those movies and. We may be on the decline again, um, but who knows? I mean, Paul Walker's dead, so the world sucks anyway. Yeah. So you get number five, Fast Eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Suck it. Right. Um, okay, my number five is a tie uh, because oh, Chuck fucking cop out. Pick one. There was no way to distinguish between these two movies. There okay. was just no way. It's a tie between Logan and Wonder Woman. Um, I looked at them both and I'm like, I can't both of these have to go in my top five, but I can't I can't leave one of them out over the other one. There's just no way. And my only problem with Logan was that it seemed to take me too long to warm up to it. I was totally on board by the end of it, but it just took me a while to like really be what the feeling what this movie wanted me to feel. I don't know why. Maybe it's just I don't have that connection with the Wolverine character that a lot of people do. Um, Wonder Woman. My only flaw with that is the finale, which is just DC bullshit, dark CG nightmare punch Mm -hmm. fight. You know, it's just like, come on, guys, every movie of yours doesn't have to end like this. Um, But I didn't have enough of a problem with it for that to ruin the whole movie. Um, and and drop it down any lower than that. But I just I couldn't choose one over the other for this. So Logan and Wonder Woman, number five. All right. Okay. Number four. Number four for me. Get out. Well, fine. Yeah. See mm-hmm. you later. Um. Yeah. I mean, I this is a hell I, of a debut. Yeah. It's a. Uh, I'm just. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a hell of a debut for a first time. You know, director. It's a hell of a horror movie. I mean, it is a horror movie, but it's like that. It's the good kind of horror movie where it's like it's a fable. It's it's a it's an allegory on top of it. It's it's not. It's more than just the sum of its parts. It's more than just like I don't know. We're you know, family did something, and now there's some shit happening. There there, there there's more going on, and and it's just it's nice to like have. It's nice to have something like a horror movie that means something again, mm-hmm. you know, like like that, that is more than just like, I don't know, shit and things are jumping at night. I don't know. So much, so much horror, you know, horror movies, horror movies always were the best like fables and the, and the warnings or, you know, like, don't do this or be aware of this or, you know, that was like that was the crux of horror stories from the get go. Mm-hmm. So to have something this clever. And and well made uh, is just, I mean, it's a, it's an achievement, and I and I and I hope to see more of it in the future. I mean, and I I mean I I am making this list, everything that made my top five was because it 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 
it got me in some way, you know, it, it hit me in the feels, it did whatever. It just, mm-hmm. it, it hit some sort of, it, like it, it struck a chord when I was watching it um, above and beyond. Just like, hey, that was, that was good. That was well-made. Like the, the ending swerve of that movie. I, I've never been as tense. I don't, I, I've rarely ever been as tense in a theater as I was with where that, where I thought that movie was going. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause, the, cause there is a point right at the end of that where you're just like, God, yeah, please let this shit end for yeah. this guy. Yeah, this guy's been through enough. Yeah, yeah, and uh, like I said, it's just like it's just to, just to strike that that chord with me was just that alone, like <laughs> that earns it a spot in the top five for sure. But I mean, mm-hmm. on top of that, it's not just that single moment. It, it's not like those other things where I was like, I will say I was enjoying the shit out of a lot of those other movies while I was watching them. But then when her were like, eh, I don't know, nothing really mm-hmm. stuck with me. I fucking I almost remember every frame from this, and I've seen it once. Mm-hmm. Like I can literally tell you almost everything that happened in that movie, hmm. and I've seen it once, so that's that's saying in a lot. In the theater, yeah, yeah. All right. uh, my number four is Blade Runner twenty forty nine. This is a worthy sequel to Blade Runner. Uh, this is a. It almost feels like a side sequel because for the majority of the movie, stuff about Deckard and Rachel doesn't really matter. And it's only comes in, you know, near the end because that's where this the trail of investigation that Kay is doing during the movie, that's where it leads to. But God, just the aesthetic and the filmmaking they show in in this movie is so fucking good. Just, like and the, I need the words aesthetic. Yeah, it just with it, a lot of reverb and a little synth wave music piped in behind it. Yeah, and I mean just just like you know aping Vangel- Vangelis for that soundtrack for yes. one, and just like the shots they linger on with which you know Roger Deakins, everyone knows I fucking love that guy, and just the stuff he does in that movie. Like I I was just mesmerized. I didn't even care that it was two and a half hours. It didn't even matter to me. It was just like I just I wanted to drink in all of this movie all the time and you know much like the first one it's and like truly good sci-fi is it uses what it's doing to ask big questions that it doesn't necessarily answer but wants you to think about and i you know i love that in a movie where there can be subtext there and i really love that they don't you know, I my biggest fear going in was that they were going to say, okay, Decker's not a replicant, you know, that's the deal. Whereas this one, they kind of they kind of skirt around it because they actually they actually address it directly and they have basically the way they address it is someone's like, Yeah, you might be, but I just don't know. Like I can't like I can't figure it out. And so I I kind of love that that they're able to do everything they did. And still leave that vague as well, you know, leave that that question there. And I just, I really love that they've taken a world that's very cool and they've been able to make another story in it. It kind of feels like this is like what the Matrix wanted to do way back when, you know, before the sequels fucked it up. But you know, they did the Animatrix anime shorts thing that was like, all right, here's this other guy who's a detective in the Matrix. You know, and he might run into some of the main characters, but it doesn't matter. It's like we're telling our own little story, mm-hmm. you know, and so many comics do that. Like the Alien series has so many, you know, comics where it's not even like, all right, here's Ripley. She showed up and this happened. You know, it's like, no, these guys are just on a planet and fucking aliens. 
you know, like, like here's their entire side story. And that's almost what this feels like throughout. And there was a point where I was like, man, I almost hope they don't like, I, I forgot. And this sounds really dumb, but I like, there was a point watching, I forgot Harrison Ford was in it. Like I forgot that. He, oh yeah. He hasn't shown up yet. You know, there wasn't that real, that didn't click in my brain and it was kind of nice. I was like, man, they don't even need it. But then when it does show up, it's like, it's satisfying in the way they handle all of it. And they also have one of the single best effect shots I've ever seen near the end of the movie. And I don't want to discuss what it is because it kind of gives some stuff away, but like literally a shot that I'm just like, I don't know how they did this this well. All it makes me think is like they had so much time to do it because they knew what they wanted exactly for that scene. And they probably filmed it like first and then, and then gave everyone that does effects work the time to make it actually look good. According to what I read for that shot, the effects team that was working on that shot worked on it for a year. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Like I said, it's. All the effects work in that movie is. In, you know, really, really good. I, I've I've done modeling work, not or you know, like three D modeling work and stuff in the past. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, my looks have really gotten me. No, but, um, but no, like I, it's almost incomprehensible how hard that shot is to pull off, and it's because it's been so poorly pulled off in basically other every other movie that's tried that sort of thing, and this one was just like literally flawless. I, I Even, could not find a flaw in it. And it's the movie's an achievement just for that. Yeah. <laughs> that that exists. But yeah, I anyway. guess, I guess saying anything more about it gives, yeah, may, might yeah. give too much. But away. anyway, I, I really, I love the hell out of Blade Runner 2049 and I look forward to watching it again. Well, we will. And, and I just, I like where the story went and the twists that they used with it yeah. and that, and the way they deployed them and the timing of them was really, really satisfying yeah. to me. You and I talked all day today about, much. about Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to talk any more about it right now, but I'll get back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, I'm going to talk about my number four, which is Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Um, that's the I think that's the one movie on this list that I've seen twice this year. And I watched it once to watch it and I watched it again because I got a new um got new home theater speakers and I was like what's something that I've seen recently to give this a to give them a good you know a good run through and I'm actually really glad that I saw it twice because seeing it the second time you catch a lot of the little things that um that you had would have no idea about going through the first time. Um, so there's some, there's some stuff about Peter's lineage that you discover. And um, you really don't catch the little gems that they drop in here and there unless you, unless you've seen it twice. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, it's really rather good. I really like it a lot. It's, um, I don't know that it's quite as good as the first one, but it is a visual feast and it sounds great and they do some really funny stuff. Um, Like there's the rocket raccoon stuff towards the, towards the beginning is really good um, where he's doing his little home alone 
what's the other movie? I always forget what the other movie is. Straw Dogs. Straw Dogs. Yeah, yeah. he's doing that kind of stuff in the woods. Uh, I think is is fantastic. Um, Michael Rooker is really good. Um, it's, I mean, it's it's not like. I don't know that it will ever win any film awards, but um, but man, as a popcorn movie, you just can hardly do better, um, except for, well, at least this year, except for maybe <laughs> Guardians the First. And I think that the Guardians the First, possibly because it, you know, it was something sort of out of left field, especially for me. Yeah. Um, There's that joy of discovery with it. Right. Because I can't replicate. Exactly. I'd, I'd never had any exposure to the Guardians of the Galaxy universe. So just getting to revel in that for the first time is a little bit more impactful to me than, than the second time. Um, but but damn solid sequel. I mean, like, in, yeah, any, absolutely. In a year where, you know, too many times a sequel gets handed off to somebody else, but, you know, and then sometimes the same person makes the sequel and it's just like, ah, you don't know how to do sequel. Like the Kingsman thing. Yep. There's nothing wrong with Kingsman 2. Nope. It's just not Kingsman 1. Right. And it's like they kind of fall into those, some of those sequel trapping things. Whereas yeah. Guardians 2 is like, no, like... This is totally we're, different. We're just done telling the origin stories. Now we can do adventures right. and shit. Now, yeah, yeah. Now, we're, now we're having an adventure. Now right. we're we're telling a little bit more backstory yeah. still, but, you yeah, know, like... But a, it, yeah, A plus, a plus sequel. It's, it's still a, a, a compelling sequel, so... Mm-hmm. Um, the the intro it's not i guess it is the credits i i always forget that the mm-hmm. actual credits are going on during the sequence because there's so much other bullshit going on in that <laughs> that's just man watch that crank the fucking stereo up turn the lights out and sit in a big chair and get yourself maxwell you know maxwell tape commercial blown away <laughs> um cuz it is everything coming at you at once yeah um wasn't it Max L? Was Max, L. Max L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Max I was L. Say, there's no W. I was like, I've been making maybe, that mistake for thirty maybe years. Maybe like you know, Silver Hammer or something. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been I've been accidentally putting a W in the tape name yeah, that's, for that's thirty fine. years. But yeah, get yourself Max L blown away by, um, by that intro. It's it's IGN.com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I agree with that choice for number four because my number four is Guardians of the Galaxy too. Hey, hey we agree on something. We do, although. You don't have like three for your number four. (laughs) (laughs) It's a Uh, seven way tie. (laughs) But this one for me is different because I like Guardians 2 better than the first one. I like the first one a lot. This one just struck a nerve with me more so than that one. And that's weird for me because I almost always like the origin story better than the, the follow up. Like almost always, you like you put money on it. This is also kind of an origin story. So. Yeah, I mean, it it does keep doing that. It's it's not just we're having an adventure that's not personally. It's not a personal story. Mm-hmm. It is a very personal story. Yeah. It may be more personal than the first story. Um, but yeah, I just you know everything that's been said about Guardians two so far. That's how I feel. I just I, I ditto. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, I I do think it's better than the first one. It's a weird Tango and Cash reunion, even though technically never on screen at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait, like, I, I, I don't know why. Thank I you, IMDb trivia. Yeah, I, I don't know why I didn't know Stallone was in that movie. I mean, he's, he's in the opening credits, but it's just like, that was just a surprise. And then mm-hmm. he's just kind of an insignificant character, kind of. Um, but still, I, I just, I don't know. The surprises in that movie are, are good. Uh, including one really good surprise that I did not see coming. Um, 
but it's a brief cameo appearance. Okay, you'll have to tell me off the air. Okay. Howard the Duck. <laughs> no, you saw that coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Guardians 2, number four. Okay. Uh, all right, so number three for me, uh, Star Wars, Last Jedi. Um, pretty fucking solid in my book. Uh, again, I'm going off like... We, well, we talked at great length about that, so I mean, I feel like probably the less said, the better mm-hmm. at this point, but yeah, I mean, that that's... Fuck, man, Star Wars. Like, just cool-ass <laughs> Star Wars shit. And I'll, I'll, I can't I'll, argue that. I'll deal with the fallout of other things after I've seen it multiple times and can come to a conclusion whether they work or annoy me or whatever, but my initial takeaway is cool-ass motherfucking Star Wars shit, so that's why number three. I feel like you have cool-ass motherfucking Star Wars shit written down next to I, I don't, but no, okay. that's, just, uh, that's just my general overall takeaway from it, so. Fair um, enough. Yeah, if you want more discussion about that, rewind like two weeks, and there's plenty. Yeah, it was like was an hour and a half of was it. Yeah. It was, yeah, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's it. My number three, since we'll just continue that, is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yay! <laughs> uh, Sorry for fucking up the order. There. Yeah, it, this moved up uh, on my third watch today. <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus, you watched it again. Yeah, uh, the... Opening credits, I absolutely love that whole sequence in the way that they're like, all right, we need a big action scene to start out the movie. And they're like, yeah, but fuck that. Let's do something fun with it because you've seen all this shit before. And that kind of feels like the whole movie is kind of avoiding that until it falls into that trap near the end. But, you know, I've I've always said I think I like captain america the very first one the most out of all the marvel movies because it has the most heart i think this one has more heart than that i think this is this it becomes a movie about family and how you create one how you cultivate one how you keep that and how the connections you make with your friends sometimes become more important than the connections you made with your family Uh and you know, how the person you are is shaped by all that. And the end of that movie just wrecks me. Uh Like (laughs) that last 15 minutes is just fucking one thing after another. That's just like, Oh God damn. Cause Uh then they start playing father and son and you're like, Oh fuck you movie. God damn it. (laughs) Fuck you cat Stevens. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but I mean like it's, and it's for a character. I never, I, you know, the, well, so much of it is for characters that I just didn't think I'd give a shit about in that way. And that movie finds a way to make that happen. And, you know, in addition, you've got the goofy stuff of the opening credits. You've got like when they're trying to when Rocket and Yondu are jumping through like the 700 portholes oh, and they're yeah. warping them is like just the funniest <laughs> goddamn thing. <laughs> and it's cartoony somehow, but in just the right way to look good in live action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's just there's so much damn heart in that movie that I, I don't know if I like it more than the first one or not. I think I like them evenly. And the first viewing really, I feel like I didn't quite get it because you don't know, like, because it feels formless. It feels like you're not, you're like, okay, when does the conflict start? Yeah. You know, because there's no conflict in this. (laughs) Yeah. There's no conflict for like an hour and a half. And then finally it gets to that point. You're like, Oh my God, last 45 minutes, everything's happening. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a great movie. It's just great. It is. 
there's there's a line in in that movie that people quoted have been quoting offhandedly that it's so weird how flippant people have been with that quote Mm -hmm. and now when i think about it i'm like fuck Mm. i'm just i just get wrecked every time i think about it and you guys if you've seen it you probably know which one that is um but i don't want to take the chance of giving away any significance to be fair i think it's what a lot of people did with another movie that wrecks me just with the line alone that if you say it enough times it takes away the power to just wreck you on the fly mm-hmm. a lot of that'll do pig yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah seriously you just say that shit i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah good choices us so far mm-hmm. um my number three is uh blade runner 2049 uh which i just saw i uh yesterday as a matter of fact i have never had never seen blade runner so yesterday I watched Blade Runner and then Blade Runner 2049 because I needed some fucking aesthetic in my life. Um, and boy, am I full yeah. right now. <laughs> um, speaking of, you know, of, of movies that are good sequels to, you know, to their original, uh, Blade Runner 2049 is that in so many ways. Like, the soundtrack feels right. The look of the world feels right. The story feels like a story that would be set in that universe. Um, they don't pull a whole bunch of hokey bullshit just to get cheap references to the previous one. Um, they do some small, clever things. Obviously, the, they're, there are direct references, but they throw in a number of small things to just be a tiny, like a little visual nod here and there to the original. Um, And it's just a good damn movie. It is so full, like, it is so full of style. Every shot is just luscious. It's just rich and wonderful and thematic. Like, I, I can't get over how, like, how just, it's like a dense rich chocolate cake you know every bite is just sinfully delicious it is for your eyes um it's just magic to behold ryan gosling is a little weird in that he is playing very straight and very sort of humorless he's always got his little kind of half smirk but i don't think he can ever really get rid of that but it really works for him. Um, the The only person that's really letting the whole works down is Jared Leto. And if Harrison Ford in 2017 is out acting you, um, <laughs> you are bad and you should feel bad. And Jared Leto is bad and should feel bad. I know they wanted Bowie originally for that, yeah. for that role, but Jared Leto is bad. I, I didn't have a problem with him. I, th- I think Jared Leto, the problem with Jared Leto becomes he has usurped any character he can create. Like whenever you see it, you're going to be like, oh, Jared fucking Leto. All right. As opposed to like just letting him be the character in that movie. It's kind of like Tom Cruise, like Tom Cruise is just playing Tom Cruise now. Even though Jared Leto is playing characters, it's still like, oh, that's fucking Jared Leto. I don't think he's letting himself play 
characters. I don't know. It. I just. His, I. I didn't have a problem with him in this. I just didn't like his performance. I yeah. thought it was. It felt. It felt like a performance. It didn't feel like a character. It felt like a put on. Okay. Um, like he's like, oh yeah, this is what a, like weird eccentric billionaire is supposed to be, but I don't actually know what that's supposed to be, so I'm just gonna fake it and do a bad job of it. Um, the effects in in like as good as something like Guardians of the Galaxy, there are magnificent effects in that. Like every shot is a special effects tour de force, mm-hmm. and it's amazing that something like that can be made. And all sorts of credit to everybody that worked on that movie. But it's in a world that you expect to always look fantastical. In Blade Runner, every shot is an effects tour de force, but it ends up looking like just a world. Like a place that you could expect our world to be in 45 years with some significant technological improvements. But it doesn't look like... It doesn't look like an effects movie until a few shots. There's one, uh, there's one shot in Kay's apartment um, with uh, Joy and Marinette. I think is her name, Marilette, the oh, the blonde girl. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I yeah, I can't remember her name now. <laughs> you guys, if you've seen it, you'll remember it. That is one of the most magnificent like effects shots that I've seen. The sec, the probably the best one is one that comes later in the movie, um, but that that shot in Kay's apartment is just there's something about it that just looks fucking magnificent and seamless and perfect, and a lot of that movie is magnificent and seamless and perfect in, in its visuals. The story's good. Um, um, fucking Dave Bautista continues to actually pull off some acting chops. I'm continually impressed with him. Um, yeah, he's not just a big meathead. I mean, like no. he's good in Guardians, but like in this, yeah, I like he's not in it much. But I felt for him. I was like, damn, yeah. dude. He's he's coming along as an actor, and I've said that a couple times. I feel like I've said that, you know, maybe two or three times in the last two or three years. He continues to improve, and I'm I'm super excited for him to like continue to get bigger and better roles. Um, I feel like i'm rambling at this point about about blade runner but i really liked it um i thought that i was just uh, astonished at at how good it was i'm really really rambling now but um i will talk more about blade runner i think next week because i want to talk about blade runner the first i have things to say about it i think but i will talk about that and 2049 maybe in depth next week okay that is all i'm sorry say, i've taken up so much of your time while we're before we leave it because i know chuck's not on chuck's list um i <laughs> <laughs> uh, i like that it's not a remake at all yes. like it is not treading the same steps like you know immediately that k is a replicant like there's like none of that sort of bullshit they're yeah. just like no we're getting this out of the way now dude's a replicant everyone fucking knows it you know, all that stuff. So I, I like that they're not retreading the same ground, that they're like, all right, yeah. what else can we do with this story? And mm-hmm. that's where they go. Uh, my number three continues this weird evolution of me into the biggest comic book movie nerd person I know. 
And I don't I like I heard you all mention these in your honorable mentions. And I'm like, how are all these in my top five? I'm the least comic book person in this room. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. A Spider-Man movie finally clicked for me, like hit on. You mean for the right reasons? Yeah. OK. <laughs> <laughs> Three is still all right. It's not. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming has jokes and they all land and half of them come out of nowhere and I love movies like that that you know are witty and smart, but they are still just punching you with jokes that you don't see coming. And they hit, and they're funny. Um, it's it's a good pseudo-origin story. It's like kind of some of it has already happened. Like, you don't get the whole origin story. You don't get, like, the, the shitty Peter Parker transformed to mm. Spider-Man Peter Parker, but you do get evolution from fucking just stopping purse snatchings and shit to a grander adventure but i I just think i think it's clever i think it's great i think like harlow said it's the most new york which is really strange because it's filmed in atlanta uh it just it just everything about that movie clicks for me like there's nothing in it that felt disingenuous to me um and i've for the longest time I've been watching Marvel movies and go and been saying like, yeah, that's good. But I just, it's, I'm not, it's not clicking with me. I don't, I don't see what everyone is going fucking ape shit about. Like, yeah, the Avengers it's good, but it's not amaze balls. It's not just the fucking jam. I don't get it. But like suddenly this year, comic book movies just flipped switch and they're like, this is for you. And I thank you. So if this are all, if this is what all the movies are going to be now, at least they're really Mm -hmm. fucking good. (laughs) So, I think with Spider-Man, I think why it works for me is the stakes are way lower. Yes. And they're way more personal stakes. Yes. And that lets scenes like that one in the car happen where basically there's someone who has like a realistic way of dealing with probably how yeah things would be dealt with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas basically like, listen, here's what's going to happen and you're going to do that or bad shit's going to go down. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like it's it was very refreshing to see something like that in one of these movies as opposed to just like, oh, time to time to fight. Yeah. And it was it was helpful to have a smaller story in the grand scheme of things, because it explains why the oversight of him is not affecting the story. Mm -hmm. It's because the the stakes seem so low that people are deeming them to be unimportant. But Spider-Man thinks they are super important. Yeah. And then they turn out to be super important. Mm-hmm. So I I, just, I think that's a smart way to do this movie for a character that's already been introduced without just screaming all the time. Where are the Avengers? Why aren't they helping you? Mm-hmm. You know, because you keep doing that in all the, you know, like the Thor sequel, not Ragnarok, but the other one where you're just like, uh, the universe is going to explode. Call your buddies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, we're on to number twos. Number twos. Number twos. Okay, so my, my number two was already mentioned earlier, but um, obviously it's higher for me. Uh, it's Logan. Logan, to me, uh, it, it's weird. I, I, I think I'm fairly confident in saying now that my two favorite superhero movies of all time are an origin story and a finale story. Because, um, I mean, I, I know I'm banned from saying it, but Batman Begins, I think, is like the perfect fucking origin story. I agree with you. And this, like, holy shit. Like, I mean, Lo- Logan works for me on so many different levels because it's 
it's weird. Like I, I think I think the reason those two movies click with me the most is they they feel the most outside the comic book formula. Um, like there there are moments you can easily lose yourself and like go, oh yeah, shit, I'm watching a comic book movie. Like these, this is this is Wolverine here. Yeah. Like it's just like mm-hmm. there's a moment where you go like. Oh fuck yeah! Eventually, this is a Batman movie. Like, there's there's so much like not Batman and Batman yeah. Begins. There's so much like you kind of forget that Logan is Wolverine in this, and well, it's just there's no jumpsuits and right. That's what I mean, <laughs> and and I and, and that's why it works for me. And 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 somehow it, it it's not really directly the movie that does it, but it, I feel like we have been on such a roller coaster ride of quality for the X Men movies over mm-hmm. the years that like it just somehow this like nearly twenty year span is like somehow just washed away and like here is a real movie i mean to me i i i don't want to be hyperbolic but like to me logan is like a real fucking film like i mean like an honest to god like cassavetti's like fucking film like i mean it's like mm-hmm. it is just like it is like this thing that is just like it just well, happens to also be a superhero it movie. has gravitas yeah it. yeah it's it earned mm-hmm. yeah and i mean it, and it's just it's it's like it's absolutely bizarre to me and like i i just i fucking loved it and i mean like two massive gut punches in that movie and just a holy shit. I mean, like this, this is not to shit on Hugh Jackman, who I think probably did one of the best roles he's done or best versions of the role that he's played for almost 20 years that he's ever done. But Patrick Stewart, Jesus Christ. I mean, that is fucking Oscar caliber in a fucking mm-hmm. comic book movie like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, like, I mean, if I, I know he probably won't be because it'll all be like, Oscar bait bullshit movies yeah. that'll get Oscar nominations, but like he deserves a fucking best supporting actor Oscar nomination and it won't happen, but I'm saying like it would he, fucking, nice. he fucking does. Yeah. And um yeah, I I just I adore that movie, but not quite as much there's one better. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so uh, that's it. Uh yeah, my number two, Harlow mentioned earlier, is get out. Uh, it it's one of those movies like you know, the best sci-fi, the best horror kind of put a mirror back on the audience and make you go, Hmm, I, I kind of wasn't thinking about it that way. And get out is very much a movie that gave me a lot of self-reflection to be totally honest. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and it's, it's very effective in putting you in the shoes of, of, uh, Chris, it's protagonist. Um, Especially like I, I've talked to black friends about this and they're basically like, yeah, they get the whole, when you're the only black guy in a room full of white people, that movie gives you that feeling very, very, it makes it very real when you're watching that movie is you can feel everything that he is feeling in so many of these scenes and just the, the commentary it's making on basically how how we treat race in this country and you know even even now you know and how many people that are just kind of like think that they're good you know and they don't even realize that some of the shit they're doing is just you know it's (laughs) when black people can be amongst black people where there's Mm -hmm. no white people there they can be like can you believe that shit you know whereas like the white people like I thought we were cool, you mm-hmm. know, and they have no idea they're even doing some of this stuff. And yeah. that this is a movie about so much of that. Yeah. And it's obviously because it's a movie, it gets inflated <laughs> sure. yeah. to a, to a level where, you know, the conflict has to come a certain way, but man, that it's, 
it's such a journey. <laughs> I, I don't know any other way to describe it, but it is fucking intense throughout. Cause that's, that's the thing is it's like, it's got all these messages, but it's not like, Hey, here you go. You know, here's all the answers. Here's, here's what we're talking about. You know, it's not like Blade Runner where there's suddenly the flashback that explains, Oh yeah. Remember, remember what we were doing an hour ago? You know, there's like nothing of that. It's, it knows how to play its hand mm-hmm. exactly the way it needs to be played. But it definitely, you know, I think one of the, uh, one of someone on Twitter, they said, I knew the movie was real when the white guy with dreadlocks in front of me started undoing them during the movie <laughs> <laughs> where it it is. It's, it's one of those that feels like it should be seen by basically everyone, Yeah, you know, like, and it, it really, it shines a mirror on so many things that me as a white person would not have thought about before watching that movie. So I think that's, that's the sign of a truly great movie when it can make you think about your behavior and how it affects others and, you know, how to, <laughs> how to be a better human. Yeah. yeah. How, to, how to be better. And, and like you said, by the end, you're just like, God, yeah, please let what's happening be exhausting, be a good thing, (laughs) you know, draining because there is a very, like the end can very much be a way where you're like, oh fuck, this is, this is really about to happen, isn't it? And they kind of, yeah, they they mess with expectations throughout that movie. So, but it's, I look forward to seeing anything Jordan Peele makes from this point forward, you know? And I'm glad he didn't put himself in it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I I think it takes a lot of um, self control to be able to to look at the movie and go, I can't be in this. <laughs> like there can't be any point of that with myself. So, mm-hmm. uh, just I, it's it's a fantastic movie, and I think everyone should see it. I mean, unfortunately for him, it also would have been like because I mean he's known for comedy, so like him yeah. showing up would have just like suck the feeling out for a second and be like, ah, it's the guy that does the thing, the character that I like on that show. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you don't need that. Yeah. It, it just, it, it feels like something first time filmmakers are right. always like, well, I got to do this, you know, especially when it's actors become, you know, become directors that that's the kind of a, a thing that keeps happening. And I'm glad that he didn't do that at all. And he, you know, it obviously shows that he has incredibly good judgment in filmmaking. Mm-hmm. So it's great. It's my number two. My number two is a little bit less serious than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is The Last Jedi, mm. um, which is great. <laughs> I've talked about it uh, ad nauseum already. Uh, I f- feel like uh, I feel like I don't even want to want to get into like any of the back and forth on that movie. But I I really liked it. It has a couple problems. But I think if you um, if you go back and watch A New Hope, and if you can make a case for... If you decide that The Last Jedi is a bad movie, then you must... Like, you must be... Requ- you need to be required to go back and make a case for why A New Hope is a bad movie. Um, and not that they're not that they're similar. It's just they're both fucking Star Wars movies. They're both fucking good. And there is, I think you have to look at The Last Jedi with as fair a lens as you give A New Hope. Um, not necessarily saying that you, you know, put 
your nostalgia glasses on and look at it that way. Just that you have to treat it as the same kind of movie as a fucking Star Wars movie because it's a fucking Star Wars movie and it's good. And also, thank God that in the year of No Lord 2017, we can have a good Star Wars movie again. I'm just happy about that. I'm still damaged (laughs) from the prequels. So having a good Star Wars movie makes me say thank you. Thank you, universe, Mm -hmm. for giving me this before I die next year or this year in 2018 to thermonuclear holocaust. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, my number two is a chapter two. It is John Wick two. Uh, when I left the theater after seeing that movie, I said, I've seen the best film of 2017. And that was in February. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that one movie came along and was better, but <laughs> made that call really early. Yeah. I was just like, man, fuck, this is fantastic. It doesn't, it doesn't have the emotional weight that the first one does because it, it, it doesn't have that catalyst in it. And then also John Wick 2 starts with a scene that kind of seems like some weird parody of the first movie where the situation is being described in almost a joking manner. Like, can you believe this shit? And Mm. but it leads into just ridiculousness of like John Wick, the shark showing up to just fucking (laughs) stealth out of nowhere and murder people. And then everything from that point on, I just I realize that it's more of the same basically and some of it is not as good as the first one but it's still above and beyond any other action movie i mean it's fucking intense and out there and is giving me everything i want it's not john wick murders a lot of dudes he murders a lot of dudes that have it coming and none of them are it doesn't feel like okay i've seen this he's gonna kill that oh yeah all right it's just like no each way is just like he killed the guy with the train. He killed that guy with a pencil. He killed. I mean, it's just a fucking pencil. It, yeah. I mean, he like pushed a bullet into a guy's head. I just, you know, just crazy shit over and over again. Uh, I don't mind where that movie ends up. I, I think it's real, real dumb, mm-hmm. but whatever, man, I would go st- when the third one comes out and that's the premise. Fine. Whatever. I'm there. I'm going to watch John Wick murder everyone on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a one-man nuclear holocaust that's mm-hmm. fine i'll watch that uh yeah john wick too it's great it's fantastic it's my number two film of the year i really appreciate that you say nuclear <laughs> i don't appreciate that you say nuclear i say it just to make people upset uh, no i think you just are dumb <laughs> i'm kidding about the dumb part no you're, you're not you're dumb you're dumb when it comes to that word I've said that wrong word wrong on purpose so many times just to rile people. Yeah. I probably started saying it that way. I think you just say it that way now, and that's what makes you dumb. Well, when that when that nuclear blast comes, my hair is going to be back like the Maxwell guy. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah, we have fun mm, here. Uh, we do. Do we? All right. Yes. yes. On to number one. Yes. Are we are we doing number ones now? Yeah, yeah. we should number one it. Uh, the the official golden jocks. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing a little simple math here. I think I, I think I, I know I, what it I, is. I know, I th- I'm thinking we can probably skip this going around the table and just have a general discussion because I'm doing some math. Is yours the same? And yeah, probably I, no, no one's mentioned it yet. <laughs> I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that my number one is baby driver. Anyone else? Yep. Would, anyone? Well, yeah. wait, wait, Seconded. wait. I want to tell you my favorite. No, my number one. Uh, yeah. It's baby driver. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Chuck. Mine's a tie between baby driver Shut up. and baby driver. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll give you that one. Too. All right. Y- yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I, I, I will each say our little piece about it. I guess that's, that's how we'll do. Sure. Round Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, I, we said it when we were initially talking about it, and I, I, I just I can't think of any better way to describe not not only the films of Edgar Wright, but like this one in particular. It, it is just like the man literally crawled in my head, dug around for a little bit, and said, "What are what are the things that you know like what you like and, and are you and like you want to see on the screen?" And just went there. It is, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And, and and yeah, just like start to finish. I mean, yeah, it, it's got you know one of our king sex, sex pests of the year in it. It doesn't matter to me. It's still it's yeah. just fucking. It's a masterpiece. Of I can't a film. slide it for that. Yeah, I really can't. And, and and I mean, I've, I've even gone back and watched it post that, and I'm still like, yeah, what I. I what what am I going to do? Like I can't. You know, <laughs> what are you going to do? It's a great like, movie. I mean, I'm not going to take a. You know, like fucking you know white out to the goddamn mona lisa or something and that's the same way i feel like this like what are you going to do at this point just literally this movie is fucking fantastic and mm-hmm. like just i wouldn't change a frame so yeah i mean it's just it is uh, like you said it's edgar wright makes movies on my wavelength mm-hmm. like like every one of them even even ones i'm like not crazy about like world's end there's still enough in there that i'm like okay this is Yes, mm-hmm. I, I can. I can relate to this. I can. I can work with this. Whereas this one's just like, if I was going to make a movie, it would probably have been really similar to Baby Driver, like like ridiculously similar to Baby Driver in so many ways. And you know, I mean, <clears throat> cool criminals saying cool shit to each other is kind of my thing anyway. And this movie is just that plus car chases plus. It's also heist shootouts. Movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. plus heist. I mean, it's just like everything I want. And here it's a heist it's like, movie where everything is timed to the beat. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, fucking gunshots time to hocus pocus, you know, like, come on. Holy shit. <laughs> this is what I want. And this and you just and, and like scenes just keep going in a good way. You know, like I've watched the bell bottom scene. God, how many fucking times I couldn't even tell you. Like, I know I love the opening credits for Guardians of the Galaxy, but I think for my money, that Bell Bottoms car chase that opens the movie is the best action scene of the year. Mm-hmm. It's fucking amazing, and it's all practical, and it's like, holy Christ. Like, you couldn't have done this any better. Seriously, if you could have, like, hooked some sort of, like, diodes up to me in the theater, I think you could solve the energy crisis while that scene was happening <laughs> yeah. in the theater. I was fucking just vibrating <laughs> yeah, beyond belief. Yeah, and then they have that lo- the long take credit sequence right after that that mm-hmm. makes that you're just like, I don't know how you did this for one, but for two, like I immediately like this guy, you know, and that's yeah, it, mm-hmm. it's just it's it's a great movie. It made me like a Queen song for Christ's sake, and I fucking hate Queen. That but the way they use a miracle, the yeah. way they use that song in the movie is awesome. Like like it is just a fantastic way to use that song, and. Yeah, and and just the soundtrack, all of it, like <laughs> the entire thing is great, and it all feels like you pick the coolest possible song for everything that you're using it for. So yeah, yeah, it's just it's it's an astoundingly well made film. Like I just I can't get over technically how good that movie is, and especially in the editing. Like I don't know how they did it. <laughs> you know, just just like that Blade Runner shot. It's like I don't know how you did it, but you did it, and you did it for two hours. Yeah, and- I, I sat there the whole time just thinking, like, it's speaking to me. This movie is speaking to me. How are you doing this? 
Like mm-hmm. most movies, I'm like, yeah, I, I like this. Uh, that's a bad choice. But like every step of the way for this movie, I was like, this, this is like somehow if I'm formulating the movie five seconds in advance in my head as to how I would, what would be the coolest thing to do and where I would have it go, the movie is doing that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's this weird, like predictive text thing in my head where it's just like, it would be really great if this had, Oh, the, okay. All right. And, you know, and it just kept doing that the whole time. And I, mm-hmm. for a movie to do that for, to, to just tick off all the box, just to do like, do all the things I want it to do and be full of surprises to where I was like, not expecting that, or I couldn't believe they pulled that off as well as they did. Or that just the fact that the movie exists in a world where a movie like this probably shouldn't have been made because, a studio would look at it and go, that's not going to make any money. Who cares about that? There's no mm-hmm. superheroes in it. Who cares about your bullets timed music bullshit? <laughs> I mean, yeah. there is but, a superhero in it. His name's Baby. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He is. He's a What's your name? good driver. My name's Baby. <laughs> like, the fact that, like, my name is Baby is, like, the fucking coolest fucking thing in the world as opposed to being the dorkiest shit imaginable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. how how does that work? Yeah, on how paper does, it looks bad. Like, how does that how does that actually work in real life? Yeah, like I would laugh. I would laugh and <laughs> laugh and laugh and laugh if somebody brought me a script that said like, "Oh, my name's Baby." Mm-hmm. Yep, it's the stupidest shit in the world, <laughs> but it works. Yep, everything works about this movie. Um, weirdly for me. I was not super high on it coming out of the theater. Like, I really liked it, Mm -hmm. but I just, I think I fell a little bit victim to the hype, maybe, and I don't know if that colored my expectations of what it was going to be, but the more I think about it, and I haven't seen it since, but the more I think about it, the more I like it. I, I don't think there's anything that I would change about it. If we could live in a world where Kevin Spacey wasn't a douche nozzle, um, mm-hmm. I'd prefer that. I'd prefer that. Yeah, but um, that's the only that's the only thing that I have a reservation about. About sadly, his acting is really good in it. I yeah, I, I wish that he had not hurt people like he did. But I, um, I remember saying when when that movie was over, I was like, "That's the Kevin Spacey you want." Yep, and. Mm-hmm. Now, especially that's the Kevin Spacey you not want, not the one that's that's the re the real Kevin Spacey. Right. So yeah, <laughs> just be it's like true. this cool actor man. Stop being a dick, but right. whatever, just go away yeah. forever, please. Um, but I don't know. It doesn't get any better this year for me. Yeah, there's so many little good touches in it too, like like Joe, who he lives mm-hmm. with, being mm-hmm. this deaf guy in a movie that's all about sound, sound and yeah. music and timing is just such a nice touch and to get an actual deaf actor in it yes and to have them communicating via sign language for all their scenes is just there's stuff like that you know and and the scene where he kind of has to has to leave him Mm -hmm. is like that one got me and then when they're playing easy in the car at the end that one really gets me you Mm -hmm. know it's like so not only do you have this amazing action movie with like cool dialogue and everything but you're also got one that's like god damn it movie you know (laughs) just like guardians of the galaxy it's like okay fine yep so yeah and i just love that the ending is somewhat ambiguous it's just funny i'm thinking about like uh like my top two movies were things that were 
in some way, shape, or form, culminating for about, or, you know, coming together for about 20 years. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Edgar Wright literally started thinking about scenes for that when he was listening to mm-hmm. Bellbottoms back when that came out in right. 1997. Yep. You know, it's just like, that's kind of fucking cool that, like, just so, someone to stick with something and get it to come, come together, you know, that long. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm just glad we had such a good year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, legit, I remember last year we were just like, well, I have like two movies that got five stars total. Yeah. And I didn't, yeah. it wasn't like I only saw like seven or eight movies last year. I saw a lot of movies last year and still, you know, I just felt like it was not a good year for the type of stuff we want. Right. Whereas this year definitely was, you know, I mean, Hollywood, it still kind of seems stuck in, all right, we need a sequel to this. And you know, what, what old property can we reboot, but still make it a sequel, you know, just all that sort of shit. And it's good to see that you've got stuff like Blade Runner where they're doing that, but they're doing something different with it. And at least they're doing a new part of the universe and not yeah. rehashing everything. I mean, like baby driver is the only original IP on my top five, you know, mm-hmm. um, same here. Huh? Get out is on mine too, but yeah, my other fours are sequel, sequel, eighth sequel, <laughs> sequel eighth sequel sequel yep technically nine nine what if you count rogue one mm-hmm. yeah yeah even more if you count like the ewok movie <laughs> right yeah and the, and the christmas movie. special huh? and the droids movie they didn't make a droids movie did they they made tv or cartoon? two ewok oh, movies the, two yeah. droids oh, was two, cartoon the ewok movies that's right yeah. yeah congratulations baby driver you're amazing and a unanimous golden jocks winner right yeah it's been a while yeah. Yeah. Without having to even discuss it or anything. It just, just happened. Natural winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we pretty much summed it all up at this point, right? Yeah. yeah. I think we did. Sorry, you... sorry for doing a best of show. And you're probably sick of them at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were trapped in the freezer and we, yeah, sure, yeah. we had to reminisce. Yeah. Right. Um, if you want to talk, tell us whether our opinions are good or bad. Uh, please email us bmf at bmfcast.com. Give us a call on the Garfield Garfield phone 9105 Jocks BMF or 9105569263. Or check us out at the website bmfcast.com. Uh, there are a bunch of buttons on the right hand side that will take you to all our socials and let you bitch at us in whichever medium you prefer. If you'd like to bitch at us with your money, go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and uh, throw uh, the appropriate amount of money our direction uh, to let us know how satisfied you are or dissatisfied you are. Um, but positive dollars only, please. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we have some stuff coming down the pipe, and I know I, f- I feel like I've said that for like two and a half months, but... It's true. We have. We it's have been working been... on stuff for two and a half months to uh, to spice up our our Patreon, but uh, it's... When work finally slows down and I can focus on doing it right. again, we'll, right. be, we'll be back on track. You have to slow down at work. I have to slow down at work. That's about it, right? Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, exciting things coming for for patrons. So uh, keep an eye out. I think you can follow us even if you don't want to give us money. So keep an eye out on I believe on that's that true. for for announcements and follow us on the social medias. You will you will know when we go live for things like this and uh, for all of our streams and such. Well, that's about it. Cool. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Alrighty. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast out. Mm-hmm.